Hi guys, Chris here. Before the podcast starts, I wanted to let you know that the podcast you're about to listen to was recorded live Sunday night, 8 o'clock UK time, over on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. If you want to get involved, make sure you come along to the live chat where there's going to be all sorts of banter back and forth. So twitch.tv forward slash badbookers, 8 o'clock UK time, Sunday nights. I'll leave you with the podcast. Chris Benmar was fucking framed. Welcome everybody to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast. It's our two anniversary. No. <laughs> it's our two anniversary. <sighs> semi-professional today. Can we can we actually do this movement? You've been doing this for two years, apparently. Get it fucking right. Nah, he's had a couple of breaks though, hasn't he? Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, I think the next one might be my last. Welcome everybody to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast. This is our two year anniversary everybody, say hello. Hello. Alright. <laughs> so, I was, I was half expecting everyone to go completely silent and oh, it was so perfect. But then it, but then Matt broke it. Hello everyone. Is Toast here? He is, I think he's choosing to take a vow of silence. Excellent. So <laughs> this week we've got Matt, Chris, Toast and hopefully T Grey will be with us later, Jack. Um, so we'll see if he turns up. But yeah, it is our two-year anniversary. Mad. Mental, mental scenes. Would you hit me? Um, this what? kiss. <laughs> we, we got you a holiday to Hawaii. I'm going to call you that name. I'm not allowed to call you Smooma. No. <laughs> very, very, very close, right? Cool. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, two years. It's been a mental ride. Um, literally the craziest. Um, uh-huh. we've had up, we've had ups and downs. We've brought in many a guest. We've brought in a new member of our team, and it's just been been crazy. We want to thank everybody who's been listening. Um, it's <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, cheers, guys. It's it's been it's been mad. I I I, I never thought that we would actually stick with it. To be honest. <laughs> But then, <laughs> is that because you did one? You did a podcast once that lasted like four episodes. With, yes, with cautious Paul and bad jokes. Shout out to those guys; they were awesome guys. But um, yeah, we, we did like five episodes, and then I couldn't be asked to host anymore because it turns out I'm really not very good at it. So uh, at that point, it just sort of died a slow death, and then um, and then this sort of emerged. Wait, what? You've seen me hosting. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm worse than you, but but I'm fine with that. <laughs> Hosting's a pain in the ass. It means you actually have to watch wrestling, and, and that that's that's difficult. Yeah, you have to pay attention as well when people are talking, so you come back in at the right time. It's just, I fucking hate it. I know, I can't smoke either. I just want to play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Question, do you have FIFA loaded now? No, the TV's off. Ah. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> How many hours yeah. have you spent on Sea of Thieves since you got back from Hawaii, Toast? Um, I was on Liam's stream yesterday for about three hours, I think. No, about three hours, which isn't too bad. I played FM today, though. I started a new save, sir. 
Cool. Excellent. Um, but yeah, any any kind of suggestions of top moments of the last two years? Um, wrestling. So, 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 <laughs> so talk about the podcast, not the wrestling. Honestly, oh, uh, I think the best moment was when you decided to get me on because I have. <laughs> we we have, of course. Also, go on. You go first because you're. Really... I'd like to consider myself not only the best guest you ever had on. But also, at least top one of one of uh, the members left. You're, you're the guest that didn't leave. I think that's that's the position we're in right now. It's the guest that stayed. Only one of fucking watches the rest of the show. If I hadn't left, you'd be like, right, boys, we're reviewing the rest that didn't watch that. Watch that. I was sleeping during that one. That's brilliant. Didn't know what he said during that promo. <laughs> no idea. So Toaster's <laughs> just summed up this week's reactions from us in wrestling this week. Pretty Cheers. much, yeah. We don't need to do the rest of the podcast just, now. We're done. Just condensed. Well. Thanks, everyone. Bye. The podcast's been condensed into four minutes. That's basically it. Did you watch it? As, no, at the end. As that's the case, how about I'm going to spring this on all of you because you don't know I've done this. Oh, Who off. wants to do a quiz of the last two years of wrestling to see oh, how have much you actually you done one? Oh, you actually did it? I've done a five-question quiz <laughs> on the last... Two years of rest. So every question is about things that have happened in the last two years. Who fancies a quiz? <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, we last. Proper, <laughs> proper in the mud. Uh, yeah, let, let me go get a pen or something. All right, shit down. I'm doing. I'm going to do mine via the notes pages of my computer. Oh, that yeah. I can't because I can't, people can fucking see that. So that he wouldn't finish bottom because he couldn't do 60 hour revision before a fucking quiz. Absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly the reason why I wrote the quiz. Oh, dear. Um, I just want to... I just while, while we're vamping at this moment, um, I just want to really say that if it wasn't for you boys and setting up this podcast, I would have never probably gone to a wrestling show. So I want to... Thank you, boys, for that. If, if it wasn't for you fuckers, I wouldn't have watched the year and a half of Raw. You <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh dear. Do you know what I, I realised when I stopped watching Raw after Hell in a Cell? Is I've never enjoyed watching Raw, ever. <laughs> like, never in my life have I enjoyed watching Raw. I enjoyed the review shows back in the Attitude Era and, like, in the mid-2000s. And I enjoy NXT and the pay-per-view sometimes. <laughs> and AEW could be all right now. But Indeed. Bastards. Indeed. Yeah. You made me watch Raw for two years. and But it was worth it because it led to AEW for you. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been worth it overall. Right, have we all got somewhere to write down some answers? I'm not writing answers down. I'll just share mine out. <laughs> no, you need to write them down. because It's a to... podcast! This You've... is for the people listening! Yeah, and the people listening play along now, and then after you've had all the questions, I'll give you the answers. Yes, Jeff. That's how they work. That's how quiz works. Pump it up. You can write it on the screen if you want. Uh, Timor, yes, I did. Just admit I'm an AEW mark. So it's a five-question quiz. Yeah, there's like multiple parts to some of the questions. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh, this is like back in the old days. (laughs) If if anything, my my favourite thing that ever happened in the Bad Bookers podcast was Smoothman's Quiz. 
10, 10 questions, 5 questions. <laughs> 20 gas. No, it was half and half. Answer Please. number one, didn't watch. <laughs> Two, was he speaking English? <laughs> oh my god. This is definitely Matt's answers now. <laughs> right, so. Three, Cody is a dick. <laughs> yeah, Matt, there we go. <laughs> I'm definitely getting points for this. Like, I mean. What else? Goes in a frame. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a podcast title right there. What else goes in a frame? Oh no! Jack is shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Right, let's go. Excellent. Question number one. Uh, there are two answers to this. Who won the main event of the WrestleManias that have been on since the podcast? So the first and second main event winners. And I'm talking actual main event, the match that closes the show. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Fuck, my memory is so terrible. Two uh, wrestlers' names. Or... Okay. <laughs> I don't even care. Like, I, don't, I watch WrestleMania to get drunk and, like... <laughs> That's what Jack does every year. Yeah. yeah. Drinks red wine out of a shoe. WrestleMania 34, let's never speak of it again. Yeah, and if any of you are in the Twitch chat, just don't put the answers in because I want to see these boys suffer. <laughs> I don't really care. I brought one answer, which I think was Becky, but I don't even know if she won the women's triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's oh. Becky, Ronda, or Charlotte. There you go. Yeah. Um, the last two no. years of WrestleMania. Yeah, so obviously, uh, Toast has given you one main event. you got to remember from the year before. Well, I've done it now. Oh, oh fuck! The year before the year... Hold on. Was that the year that Roman interrupted Seth? Or Seth interrupted Roman? Fucking no. Um, no. I can't. Question number two. I have no answer. And there are a couple of parts to this. So This isn't a quiz! What the fuck? <laughs> question number two. I've got five questions <laughs> and then never... Oh. Question number two. How many women have taken a finisher or signature move from a man uh, on WWE TV two. And, and named them? Ah. <laughs> F. Big Bird <laughs> and Bappy Manchild. Hang on. Oh, I think here Jax took like six, didn't she? <laughs> Yeah, she got fucked up that time. What are you yeah, saying? Alright. We're done. Excellent. Question number three. Two men drew for the Bad Bookers Wrestling Awards for the Men's Wrestler of the Year in 2018. Name them. I didn't listen to this shit back then. <laughs> um... Alright. 2018. Yeah, so the first year of the of the Bad Bookers Wrestling Awards, who won or who joint won the Men's Wrestlers of the Year? So pick These are all WWE marks, so it's going to be like fucking Roman Reigns or some shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this was voted for by the public. What do the public know anyway? <laughs> They all look so confused. No, no, I'm fine. I'm just, fine. Just I think I'm quietly happy. confident. Okay. Question number four: How many partners has Seth Rollins held the tag titles with since the podcast started? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <cunt>. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't even name... Is the extra question, name them No, I won't. I won't name them. I'll just go, no. Yeah, so you need the the amount of different partners he's held the tag titles with, and you need to name them. Um... Do I need to name all all of them, or can I just get... Or is it... Well, I, I would suggest putting the same amount of names down as the number that you write. Yes, <laughs> I, yes. I don't have a. Th- uh, oh, we'll just say him. Daddy. I've got three that I know of. <laughs> I'm gonna add four because I don't know if this was Come on. or not. And then the final question. Mm-hmm. Including the Elimination Chamber last year, how many times have the women's tag titles been fought for since they were introduced? That was last year, wasn't it? I'm going to take a random guess of six. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Yeah, that'll do. The redacted defended on NXT at one point. <laughs> what are tag team titles, yeah? Okay. There's no yeah. extra questions. There's no extra questions. Love. I'm not Excellent. asking you to any you more love, matches or anything. You love, you love to see it. <laughs> Right, are we all have we all written a number down for that last one? Yeah. Right, so question one, what are the answers? Or what have we got? I wrote Becky and Brock, I don't give a fuck. I put Becky and Roman Reigns. I put Becky and I didn't put a second answer because I can fucking think of one. Because I'm clever it, like that. It was Becky and Brock Lesnar. Toast gets two points. <laughs> oh, fuck yourself, dude! <laughs> Brock Lesnar won and then lost to Roman later on, if you remember. Uh, he beat, he beat Roman yeah. and threw the belt at um, Vince McMahon after the match. So I got one right. So, You'd love to see it. Seems. Toast, smooth, and Ritz, one, one, two. Uh, the second question uh, there were three oh, women. All three of them. Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Ah, you... Becky Big Bird! Yeah! I, mean, I got yes, Becky. I got you did. I got Becky and Nia. I put Nia, Beth, and Becky. Shit. So, Toast got four points there. Smoot got four points there. Chris gets. How many did you put? Oh, yeah, but yeah, so I got two points in theory. But you got two points for the. Because um, Nijax took Mad RKO at Royal Rumble. Very Becky much. took RKO on Monday. Becky Lynch took Deep Six. Though. Yeah, so it was in the men's Rumble and she took, I believe, three finishes. She took yeah. Dolphs. Um, Orton and someone else. Orton and somebody else. Yeah. yeah. I'm very much um, in the mud here. Question four. Three. Three. Oh, sorry, I've missed, I've missed it. Three, it was. Uh, so the two men, so you Rollins and Champa. Yes. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, I w- so Marty Cunt. Yeah, I went Rollins and Champa as well. Is it Rollins and Champa? Rollins and Champa. Yeah. Get in. You do know you could have just done what I did. You didn't um, look at the spreadsheet, did you? <laughs> oh, he's disqualified. Disqualified. Loses two points for that. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd have kept quiet, you could have had the points. Yeah. You, you, you DQ, my man. It doesn't matter. Uh, question number four was how many partners has Seth Rollins held three? titles? Four. It's three. Can you yes! name them? Murphy, Roman, and Dean. Yes. Uh, you got two points there. Oh, See, the- I wrote Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, because I couldn't remember which one it was, so I just went with four to, to so you- cover both. And then Jason Jordan, Buddy Murphy. Oh, Jordan. Oh, so wait, Jason Jordan uh, was before the podcast. Oh, no. Lucky. No, Roman, it wasn't. Roman. Braun Strowman was the other one. So, uh, I don't even Toast, remember that. Toast, what number did you write down? Uh, three. 
three. So you get a point for that plus two of the wrestlers. That's three. So Smoot, you got uh, four. four. So you nine get nine two nine. points for two of the wrestlers. Chris, who did you have? As I, had three, I had to say it was Tyrus three, Murphy, Ambrose and Reigns. Okay. And the final question was, including the Chamber last year, how many times have the women's what? tag titles been fought for? Seven. Twelve. You're all wrong and you're undershooting. It's 15. What? Closest to it? I don't. I don't. No, we're not having any points for that. Oh, I don't okay. remember Lose. any of that. So I have nine, I think. The only use yeah. nine. Nine. You, Smoot got seven. Four, six, seven. And Chris got two, four, six, seven, eight. So Toast is the winner. Toast knows the most about the wrestling. Fucking. And he wasn't even here for the two years of it. <laughs> You'd love to see it. Fucking cunt. The only one who's um, open here. Who is here? Are we not getting camera, Jack? Are we not getting camera? He exists. Seems. T great um, in the mud has I think you've got. I think you've got four more shoes to do, mate. <laughs> how, many, how many more shoes is it? Probably. <laughs> I'll put my light right um, away, If you yeah. don't know what we're talking about, last night Jack did did big big strum. <laughs> but you can't, you can't go and watch it. It's, it's you gone. can't go and watch it mainly because he did bad things. I did big bad <laughs> number of ill. <laughs> Cal, Cal's Jack, put it. Callum put it on his, his Twitter. You love to see it. How are you feeling, Jack? Fine. That's because you did big sleep. I did. I went to sleep until <laughs> quarter past seven, whatever it was. <laughs> Was that in the morning when you woke up at your desk, or is that in the evening? Both. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, now that you're here, Jack, do you want to give us your best moment of the last two years? Um, you returning. Oh, you love to see it. Love to see it. Big. Love Very wholesome to- moment. Big love to Jack. Um, you wouldn't have said that if you had to listen to him try to do the anchor. <laughs> But we're used to it, so it's fine. <laughs> I think I should. I think I'm gonna have to record the intro before people arrive, and then get you to start and talk. Go, yay! And then, <laughs> that way, if I'm coming, three, two, one. Oh, I'm clicking that. Yeah, yeah. Love this clip. This is the best. Um, now that we've done big, big. Well, I say big quiz. It was a five-question quiz. Um, let's go into the news. Uh, it was announced this week on backstage that JBL is going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Anybody got any thoughts? Who? Well, JBL, well, John, um, Bradshaw, uh, Bradshaw, Layfield. Can I ask a question? Go on. If a bully and a horrible bastard is allowed in the Hall of Fame, why is it Chris Benoit? Because he got, murdered got, his family. Hogan, I mean, with all due respect, Benoit murdered his family, allegedly. And JBL, was JBL, just a, like, which just wasn't no, very right, nice. Right, right. This is this is gonna go down a really dodgy route, and we're only just starting. We should probably avoid this question, to be honest. Yeah. And if I'm the one trying to be sensible about something, you know, it might be a bit too dodgy I to just, start with. I don't think JBL should be in there. He's got a history of bullying people within the company, forcing people out of the company. Assaulting people when he's supposed to be doing a work sport, um, he's just a horrible person and should not be in any Hall of Fame of anything. But or why you could now? Just go with, oh, you could just go with my thoughts and think, well, JBL, I didn't think he was that good of a wrestler, so 
he carried SmackDown for about a year and a half. That's the year and a half that I didn't watch it. Because Triple, Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays, apparently, according to Paul Heyman. Honestly, right? yes, he's, he's a bully and stuff. And if you're taking that into consideration, then half of the fucking Hall of Fame needs to be kicked out. Because obviously Jerry Lawler's in it. He has issues that I'm not getting into at the minute. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of stuff that like, you could kick people out. Obviously, there's a reason Ben was done in it. If you're taking all the other people out, fair enough. But for his in-ring work, the accolades were a fucking class attitude or a tag team. Um, his work with, I want to say it was Barry Windham as the new Blackjacks, wasn't too bad. And then he carried SmackDown for about a year and a half. He was the longest reigning champion for a while. He worked a cracking feud with Eddie and a couple of other guys at that time. He deserves it for that. And then he's done his commentary work where he was like, you could argue for years and stuff. He has done a lot of work for WWE, and it was only a matter of time before he got rolling. You could argue that he, in theory, made John Cena to an extent because his feud with Cena went on for months and months, and it was good TV. Um, I mean, as you said, it's the stuff with Eddie was just yeah. He he was he's a very 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 good heel and very good on the mic. But he's just a dick. <laughs> you no, know? Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not suggesting like personally. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his ring work was solid. I think honestly, he'd stack up against the likes of Bray Wyatt, who everyone raves over in terms of in ring work. He sold really well for faces when he was against them, and that's what yeah. made him a good heel. He was big. He was intimidating. He did the chicken shit heel stuff when he needed to. He was badass heel when he needed to, and he would sell like fuck for the guys he was going against. He, Probably deserves going as much as like didn't Coco Beware go in a couple of years ago? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Donald Trump's in, yeah, in the celebrity wing and all that shit. Mm. Fuck it, why not? The, the thing, the thing with me, I think that's why I, I've, I'm not as excited about him going in because I didn't watch it during his time where he was big in WWE. I think that's my. I, I thought he was brilliant in APA. Always has been. Oh, the the, the APA stuff was good fun. And the, the 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 beer segments and things like that, the playing cards on the table, poker, yeah, yeah, With a yeah. door where you could just walk around, <coughs> it, but you have to walk through it. You can't go yeah. around the door. You have to go through it, even though there's a massive amount of space. Yeah, that that stuff was good, but I didn't watch it during those years where he was champion, where they did SmackDown versus Raw and stuff like that. It just well, I remember how it started. It was what was it? It was Farouk and Bradshaw got sacked, but Bradshaw was kept on. Uh, and then, but he, but Fruit was like, no, come on, let's go. And Bradshaw was like, no, I've got to stay. I've got a family to provide for. And then the next week he comes out in like a fucking limo, completely new character and just cuts. He's a, cuts a fucking good heel promo. And then from there you go, oh, okay, this guy's a dick. Right. Okay. I'm with you. And then just goes from there. And to be given a title that early on was, you know, he did a good job thinking about it considering, you know, he wasn't a, a main eventer by any stretch. And then he got Eddie, thrusted into that. Eddie fought for him to get the mm. title and to do a feud with him because Eddie wanted to make him. And him there and him were like friends and stuff. And his character, when he did that, was basically him. It was Bradshaw turned up the 11. Obviously, he's made a fuckload of money investing in real estate and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he made Taker a load of money as well, I think. But uh, the, I, just, I think he, he deserves to go in as much as most of the people like. I just it, it it does the timing does seem a bit strange. It's sort of like a well, why now? Why not? You know, a bit further down the line. But then, I, but then you got to argue someone's got to go in this year. Who's going to be the main? Who's the main guy there's, for there's this year? A point where they're going to be clutching at straws of who to induct because they've inducted most of the people. Sin Cara. Yeah. 
I mean, Batista's the <laughs> main guy. He's not going to go in. Oh, Batista is, yeah. He's okay. going in this year. Christian should be in, though. Christian needs to go in. And then in, you've so. got the NWA. Again. Um, no, no one cares. Have they announced who the female is? Probably four yeah. of the NWO. Why not all 98 members of the NWO? Because that didn't exist. It did, though. Yeah, I know, they, but they it didn't right. exist. They brought the right to it. I know, but it didn't exist because it wasn't done when they had it effectively. That's 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 my thoughts, but um, they, the I don't think they've announced the women's, have they? The Bella Twins. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but again, that makes sense. Not as an individual. I don't think they're going to do individuals this year. Individual women this year. I think it will just be the both Bella Twins. Yeah, because they always have a tag team, which is going to be um, dogs, NWO. I think. No, the Bulldogs are going on, aren't they? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't not know. Being is confirmed, that... but... mm. They always do someone like someone really old as well. I don't know. Who knows? Are we all going to watch it? Probably no. not. No. <laughs> not unless <laughs> someone gets in the ring to beat up Bret Hart. The, the only good thing about those was when Dean Ambrose used to get drunk. On the, Bret on the... Hart is inducting someone, isn't he? Yeah, he always is, isn't he? He's inducting, I want to say, NWO. See, this, this, uh, this is a bit weird, right? So, Bret Hart, the guy who brought out the AEW Championship is doing that, yet Vicky Guerrero got blacklisted from having any podcasts with any WWE guys because she did one with a with one AEW guy. I mean, Brad Hart's a bit more of a... No, no, I know, I know that, but at the same time, you think, you know, it's a bit... Yeah, it, WWE is double standards anyway, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so. if, if you get a big name like Brad Hart, yeah, fuck yeah, he's getting to bring people down. Vicky, like, she was a decent GM. The mm-hmm. thing she's most known for is being Eddie's wife, like... Where's Vicky? Off. Where is she? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a callback. That's a gr- that's that's brilliant. Um, let's get into the remainder of the news. Uh, Young Bucks appeared on this week's Free the Delete to meet up with Matt Hardy. Major hints have been there for put together that Matt is going to be signing with AEW. There was another thing this week where yeah, the tweet yeah, there was a tweet from AEW which was to do with the. Dark Order, where the first letter of each sentence spelled out Matt Hardy. Um, I kind of um, agreed with some people on the internet who are going, it has to be Matt Hardy, because then what's the point in all of this? However, I still don't think it is. Oh, I, I think Matt Hardy might join up. I don't think it'll be the exalted one. I think it'll be somebody completely different. I think it'll be somebody that we haven't thought of. So sorry, Smooth, just just to confirm. Do you agree with the people, or do you think it isn't? Because you just said, you just completely contradicted yourself. You're like, I agree with the people that says it has to be Matt Hardy, because what's the point? But I don't think it is. Like, you can't say that. That's both sides of the fence. No, no, what I was trying to say was... Your dick's going to get caught on the fucking spikes. Like, you're Mm. on both sides of the fence. I agree with the people saying if they keep doing all of these things to hint at Matt Hardy, it seems a bit daft not to make it Matt Hardy. Right, okay. But I still think it could be... Like, I I think it will just be a massive swerve and we'll be all like... like what, is I a swerve going to be the... My stream lagged. Well, I mean, they're next. They aren't using them, so I mean... don't know. I, just, I don't know. I just... I, I, it, well, it's, we don't know until it happens. And I don't know. Fair enough. Um... 
And then sticking with AW, today there was a tweet announced from AEW that the Blood and Guts main event has been announced. Inner Circle versus the Elite. This one Wednesday coming, we're going to get uh, the rules of what is effectively a War Games match, but it's not because it's... Because they don't have the rights to going to have a roof, aren't they? We don't know yet. I thought the original one did have a roof. The original one does. The WWE NXT version doesn't have yeah. a roof. So I think uh, they're going to do that, and that'll be like their way of getting a cage on the cell type thing. Will be yeah. can, I, can I ask a question? Right. And, and I'm not going to go this in. Like, I could do the cynical, you know, take the piss route. When WWE do gimmick pay-per-views, we criticise it because they announce the type of match. Yeah, but this isn't a gimmick board. pay-per-view. Uh, wait, wait, no, wait, no, no. wait, 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 wait. Listen, listen. Uh, and then Sorry. they force matches into that. So, so at TLC, they force a feud into TLC. At Hell in a Cell, they force a feud into Hell in a Cell. Most of the time, doesn't really deserve a Hell in a Cell. It's like the feud hasn't been long enough for this to be a payoff. Why have they announced the match stipulation before they have built the feud because there's loose ties between Cody and the books recently on TV, but not much. There's loose ties between Cody and uh, the whatever they're called in a circle. There's loose ties between some of the elite. Like Hangman Page is falling out with the with well, Matt Jackson to the point. Yeah, but it, but to the point where he's he's saving them but flicking them off. Why would he put his body on the line in a giant, dangerous, massive metal structure that they're going to put as this really intimidating match type? Why would he put his body on the line if he doesn't even like the people he's trying to fight with? I've just had a thought. I know this sounds really dumb, but what happens if they go into building guts? And Hangman is the one who turns heel. Hangman's not turning heel. I know, no, 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 no. Kenny, I, know I know you say that it's not, but just hear me out. This is could be a possibility. He turns heel while Jericho's away. He becomes the leader of the inner circle. What? Uh, okay. No, MJF is going to be the leader of the inner circle. So I'll I'll take your point that that's a valid idea and fair enough. <laughs> but they've tried so fucking hard to get Hangman over. Like when AEW started, the common complaint was. They're just forcing Hangman, he's Roman Reigns, he's shit, he's just cowboy bollocks and all this. We're now at a point where Hangman has an interesting character, he's got an interesting story going on. If they turn him heel now, it ruins it. And yeah. I, I just don't see them wasting the long-term booking. They Isn't he part heel anyway? No, he's not. He To, to, to me, he, he's sort he of giving off Stone Cold vibes. He's, he's giving off Stone Cold vibes to an extent. To me, not necessarily the, the drinking and the flipping, whatever, but it's just the mannerisms, the way he's behaving to an extent. It just sort of gives that I don't give a fuck attitude. The, the thing is, with he's being quite cocky with it all. Like I don't care, I'm champion, which is the best thing ever. But I'm gonna drink and do whatever I want anyway. That seems quite heelish. Are we talking about Jericho or Hangman? Because Hangman's not champion. Nice oh, high champion, yeah. Hang, mm. Hangman, yeah. Um, what I think it is, I think. Basically, apart from Cody, all of the elite are basically tweeners. Um, they can lean faceish or they can lean heelish, depending on who they're feuding against at the time. Yep. Um, Cody obviously is baby face persona and doesn't go tweenerish. The rest do, and I just think it's kind of going for elements of grey with the feud between Hangman and what seems to be Hangman and Matt Jackson now. Yeah. It's like both neither of them are like 
face or heel. Hangman Yes is sort of leaning more towards face, but at the time they sort of just float shades of grey rather than just outright heel and face, I think. And I don't think they'll ruin Hangman by turning him. And I don't think Jericho's going to be gone that long. Um, I was saying before the call, I think if Jericho does go away for the tour, I think we'll have a couple of weeks where it's pre-tapes they're on, which is why this week I think, not to jump in the AW, but the new faction or trios group, I think they're going to be a lot more prominent while Jericho is off tour. Yeah. So that there's like a faction going around and sort of kicking lumps out of people, plus the new big oh, bastards that are coming the, in. The, the Death Geordies, or whatever they're called. <laughs> Death Triangle. They're Spanish names so much better. Like, when he said Death Triangle, I was like, huh? And then, El Morto Death Trianglio. It sounds better when he says it, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he speaks Spanish. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, but we're not going to knock, that's skipping. Yeah. Well, we're getting to AEW now anyway. So. Is there no more news? Do, no. do we think that they're going to bring a trios championship into AEW? I think they might. So if they bring a trios title, they're not going to bring a secondary title for a while. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what they're toying with. They're looking at the fact that you've got best friends with Cassidy. Yeah. You've got Luke Jungle, Lucha Express. No, Lucha. what I... I always get their name wrong. Yeah, Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express, yes. Um, you've got SCU. You've got yeah. now the Triangle. You've got three could come out of the Elite and three could come out of uh, Inner Circle. Inner Circle. Dark Order as well. Dark Order could have the leader plus the main Dark Order team or one of the other tag teams. Isn't isn't there a trio that's been appearing on Dark recently as well? Somebody was saying. I've never heard of any of them, so I can't remember DH2, any of them. Two, I think, has been that's, that's dragging it. with Kip Sabian. Uh, you've got as well. Uh, fuck, who is it this week? Is it Private uh, Party? Dragging with someone. MJF with Buddy Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. They've got so you've that got deep tag division. They could have a trios division. And this kind of makes me think off, they're trying to be different. And I know that I know they're not different because we have the never open weight tag yeah, titles think, in but New Japan. Like bearing in mind New Japan forget about that every fucking <laughs> <laughs> every pay-per-view. Yeah, that's like, true. like to me, it makes more sense to have a mid-card tag title or, or trios tag title so it's different to the, the the two-person tag because they've got a better tag division than anything else. Their tag division is streets ahead of anything else in any other promotion in the world. Whereas their singles division is excellent, but it's no more excellent than New Japan's. Their women's division, we don't need to talk about. Hmm. But their, their women's di- day, Matt, you have to. Okay, their women's division is abysmal. Was that is that better? Is that better for the women on International <laughs> Women's Day? No, it's not. But they, so I think their tag bearing in mind their tag team is Streets ahead of anything, whether it's main roster WWE, a, like NXT, whether it's like Japan, whether it's any of these other promotions, they've got tag teams that could do this, and it would make it different if you've got two tag matches on a pay per view, but one of them is for the tag titles and one of them is for a trios title. You've got totally different matches you can create and make it feel totally different whilst making interesting title matches. Whereas if you have uh, let's say they call it the Intercontinental title or whatever they're going to call their secondary title. I don't know whether they can, but they, they're just going to have mid-card wrestlers going into it and 
it's going to have less hype behind it. it I'm going to care less. People interested. I think it gives more. We 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 moan about main roster WWE that if you get called into a main roster role where you're on Raw or SmackDown, you get lost in the shuffle. And I completely agree if they go with this AW because it keeps more wrestlers involved because you're going to have three in each team. You can have you've got your power rankings and they keep doing the thing where it's like, okay, this is how well they've faced. Um, so like individuals, they'll talk about, okay, this person's part of SCU Scorpio sky's singles record is this, his du- duos wrestle uh, wrestle record. record is this, his trios is this, which keeps the kind of power rankings. I know we, we make fun of it because it makes complete nonsense, but it works in terms of keeping everybody interested, keeping people on TV instead of, oh, what happened to Kip Sabian? We saw him for two weeks against Joey Janela. Now we haven't seen him for six months. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, that's that's my point. I fear that if you threw a mid-card title in there, it, it, it's nothing. I, I don't necessarily think that it's through choice, but I think AEW aren't really able to f- fully go in depth on the mid-card at the moment. So in, in, in theory, they would get lost in the shuffle, so to say. The only so thing then, then, so then, so then you the can... Ring. What? The only thing that they've got for the mid-card is the ring. Sorry, I didn't mean to... Yeah. No, so I get The, the ring isn't going to be defended. They've said this now. Are they just doing it once a year? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like this year, so they take it off MJF. They then say, right, he's up for grabs. I just had a horrible idea that I think is going to happen. Go on. So you know how the revival, their contracts are up? And they're yeah, and they refuse to time. With- yep. And you yeah. know how Sean Spears has been looking for a tag partner? Oh, fuck off. It's going to be Simon Miller. You know Miller. how Sean Spears uh, is managed by Tully Blanchard? And uh, Tully Blanchard is one of the brainwashers. Fucking dial. I have a feeling that when the Revival leave, they're going to come in as a trio with Spears and be managed by oh, Tully Oh, why ruin them? Fucking Ty Dillinger. No, 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 no. Everything he touches. No, just, just come with the Ascension. Put put with the ascension. I think that might that you know that, and they can just sort of stay there, and then the revival coming as a top as a top tag team to fuck shit up. Yeah, Matt, you need to submit a a video to be a oh to be thirty seconds video to be a tag partner. Okay, uh, fine. I'll record one, and then we'll we'll critique it in the DMs and then after I've perfected it I'll I'll tweet it out and we can all retweet it wonderful wonderful uh, yeah back to Chris Simon Miller did send him a message didn't he he's yes he did kids. yes and he's he's considering Simon Miller here's why I'd, I'd far rather Simon Miller than Sean Spears on <laughs> well I have to do one yes <laughs> Yes, Chris, that's oh, a great uh, idea. If Wahab does one, he has to have Gus. He has to be like petting Gus as he cuts the bro. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm sure I can um, peel a cat off the estate. Jesus. <laughs> uh, if we go back, I'm not going to do this in any particular order because we've already started talking about it in no. any order, really. Or do you want what me to do it in about? order? If you're talking about the show, do it in order. Okay, so we started with uh, John Moxley addressing the AEW fans. They started seemed, with Monday Night Raw. This seemed like a massive, massive dig at WWE. Of course, it was. 
It was awful. Did, did, oh, no, no, I don't think it was awful. I don't think it was anywhere near it as bad as all my... No, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as, as, as you guys make it. It was out. okay, but I was just like, it was, I don't it, need to take shots at WWE. We know you're winning. I Thanks. want to question why you think they were making a shot at WWE. It's like, Cause, cause, it felt like a WWE segment, but I don't think necessarily they were trying to have a shot. I they weren't going... Not, I think it's the worst coming out of Dean Ambrose... Dean Ambrose's mouth. Well, there you um, go, yeah. Uh, coming out of Moxie's mouth. Oh, saying okay. we you wanted you wanted pro wrestling back to be the, with the fans Look, it, it was it was, it was quick because they don't listen to the fans yeah, yeah. it was it was it, it was to get the crowd amped to get the crowd massively amped and more behind moxie which they already are so uh, it, it was a yes it was generic it wasn't amazing but but it was it was a good promo to get the night to get the night going and people fired up which it worked in in any of in the in the arena it certainly fucking worked this is the first time I felt like I'm watching Dean Ambrose since it's been AEW TV. So, did any of you read the interview Ambrose did during the week? No, no, no. So I can't remember who he did the interview with, but I remember reading it. He was saying that whenever his contract was expired, or he either expired or about to expire, Cody rang him, and and Cody that was the thing him and Cody said on the phone they wanted to bring pro wrestling back because obviously WWE or sports entertainment. So that's, yeah. that's what he was referencing with that thing. Um, I I said earlier and I'm not going to hide behind it now. Like I this, I this segment wasn't for me. Um, I sat at the start and went, why? I understood giving Moxie the time to come down to the ring and cut the promo. He's just been champion and yeah, we've got a face champion now, face ish. Um, after Jericho's had it for so long, that's fine. But like the Jericho come that cut the promo was a bit meh. Um, I understood they were setting up the whole plan off the internet, thinking that Jericho was going to go away, so they set the sixty days stipulation. Fine, but for me, I'd have much rather had maybe that segment be five minutes. Moxie come out, cut his promo. Jericho come out, and then they brawl or some shit, rather than like. It being extended, it felt really long to me. For so 15 made, minutes, wasn't it? It was like 15 to 17 minutes, yeah. It would have made far more sense if Jericho and his posse had gone down to attack Ambrose. Because, it like, why, why are we waiting till the end of the show to do it? If you've set this stipulation, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you spend two hours trying to hospitalise the guy? If you, if you don't want to go away for 60 days... Why are you waiting for the last 20 minutes of the show to try and hospitalise him and not just doing it straight away or chasing him out of the building so that he can't be there at the end of the show? It's it, it's the suspension of disbelief thing again. And that's why I think it's like a Raw segment because all it did was say, this shit's happening later on in the show, please stay and watch. Whereas normally, if they're going to do that, they, they have a banger of a match and then show you all the, all the matches that are coming for the rest of the night and you get inve- you invested because you had a cracking match to open, and you want to see. Oh, you go. Oh well, Pax wrestling, and I like him and and Jericho and and Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen and and John Moxley sounds like a really good tag match. I'll stay to the end of the night to watch that. But no, they had a boring. There was two minutes of the eight minutes that Moxley was talking that was interesting. There was 30 seconds to a minute of, of what Jericho was saying that was interesting, and the rest of it was garbage. And it just felt like raw. Cool. Uh, Colt Cabana made his official AEW in-ring debut this week in a triple um, triple man tag, six-man tag, whatever you want to call it. 
Uh, SEU, uh, Colt Cabana against the Dark Order. No, former. Is that an Ipman type? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For goodness sake. I just read SEU and instantly thought Christopher Daniels was at ringside and then forgot he actually wrestled. Um, but yeah, it was an eight-man tag against the Dark Order. I do apologise. Um, I thought this was actually a decent match. It showed off Colt and what he can do. Um, and getting him the pins. In hand. He's better on the mic. He's probably... I think they're preparing to transition in like a year's time um, away from their current announce. But if I could see Taz coming in, they've still got Golden Boy technically um, on contract. So I think they're going to try and transition their booth away. Or Dark, when it moves to TNT, will have possibly Colt doing commentary with Excalibur or something. I think that's what they're trying to do. But this match for me was decent. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. I, what I thought was weird though is they did a a Colt Cabana promo later in the program. I think they should have done this first. But that's just my little nitpick. Didn't even it. notice the Colt Cabana promo. Yeah, they did a promo. So I think it was later on where he's like, "Yeah, I'm now all elite wrestling. I knew this was going to be a thing when they announced it because um, he must have worked behind the scenes talking with Cody and and the Bucks." And it doesn't really matter. Later on. Huh? Are you certain it was later on? Yeah. Oh. On the ITV version, it was. Well, there you go. I, I don't watch that. At least this week it started when it was supposed to. Oh, yeah. oh that's another thing. I watched the, the Fight TV version for the first time and fucking hell, it drags. <laughs> oh, do, through some of the advert breaks. Oh, you got Cody's promo. The last one <laughs> was two and a half minutes of silence yeah, whilst they, they panned over the fucking arena. They started doing that more recently. At the start, it was so much better because they accidentally left live mics on and stuff. And you could hear JR like talking to the other guys in the booth. Um, or sometimes they have like the wrestlers come down. Like one team will come down and do something and cut a heel promo or something. Cody like cut a promo and Brandy cut a promo during yeah. a couple of the. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. What, what, what Cody's promo was him giving props to the cameramen and things like that. If I remember correctly, it's, it's not yeah, much was, more than that. Bigging up, bigging up random people, and then right at the end, he said, "We're coming back from TV. Can everybody shout, please?" And everybody shouted. Cool. Um, yeah, I completely agree with Toast. The match was good. Got to see a lot of Colt Cabana. He got the he got the pin. Um, there was obviously little little bits of shenanigans with uh, the Dark Order trying to kind of suppress certain members of the group. Um, we, we we keep getting the exalted one who's coming, but we don't know when. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was okay. It wasn't... Did what it had to do. Um, Big Swole had a match against Lever Bates. Quick, thank fuck, because Lever Bates should not be in the ring. <laughs> yeah, um, I... My issue with this is Big Swole got pinned last week. Why is she on TV this week? Why don't give? Why don't you give the person who got the pin last week but TV time? The beginning she of Big Swole, didn't you? Sorry, the person who lost last week lost. Or the person who won last week lost on the pay per view. The person who won last week wasn't on the pay per view. Oh. It was Shan. It was Shanna or whatever her name Shana, is. Oh, okay. Akazaki, Riho, not Riho. Not, um, Shida, Hikaru Shida, Shida. Yeah. and Shanna, and I think Shanna won. So why, why if um, Swole took the pin last week, is she on TV this week? 
I know this was to get Britt Baker over on commentary. Yeah. But... It didn't, though, because I forgot she was there because it was so short. She said, here you go, Tony. I've brought you a coffee cup with your name on it. And then said, like, I'm a dentist. She actually said it this week. I'm a dentist. I was like, we know. Can you stop, please? Uh, and then then she said, oh, it's, it's best when I'm here because I get... I'm I'm the face of this company and then left. I was like, well, cheers. But yeah, Big Swole won. Yeah. So we're pushing her again, even though she got pinned last week. She did. She deserves to be pushed, though. Imagine good. imagine a company pushing someone that got pinned the week before. 50 50 booking. We love to right see. Right now, I'm 50 50. <laughs> Don't uh, go Jake, calling me a fucking NXT mark, smoke toast. You know I didn't watch the rent the whole show because I got. I I didn't it. call you an NXT mark. <laughs> I was just making reference to it. <laughs> yeah, but you were insinuating <laughs> I'm an NXT mark. <laughs> and as you know, I think both shows were pretty trash this week. Cheers. Cheers, Jeff. Um, then we had yeah, Jake Roberts. Batman. Uh, Batman's better than AEW. Cheers. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you should maybe start doing a fucking Batman podcast then, fam. I don't know anything about Batman. You don't know anything. <laughs> 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 it's a recurring theme. Uh, I got like, 20 out of 20 on the quiz. You wrote it! Scenes. <laughs> Absolute scenes. Uh, Cody Rhodes came out to do a promo. Uh, he didn't last very long before he was interrupted by Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, hold on, hold on, right? Before you say anything, I want Matt to give us a detailed description of what he heard. Off you go. Okay, so what I heard was a throat cancer patient. Oh, mumble. no! Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to actually say that. Like, use that line. You didn't oh, need to say that bit. I couldn't understand a fucking word the man said. You're about... fucking deaf, then. <laughs> I am. Correct. Clear English. Like I understand every fucking word. <laughs> and I just I couldn't understand it. And then he turned his back <laughs> and he said, "I've been told not to turn my back on people I respect." And then threw the microphone over his shoulder and walked out. I and actually thought that was a good leaving line. It's you. You don't turn your back on people you respect or fear. So he turned his back on Cody, clearly showing he didn't respect or fear him, and that's, just passed the make away. I thought that that's was fine. Good. But when you've been listening to the guy mumble for four and a half minutes, I was he didn't ready. mumble though. Like there's something wrong with your fucking hearing. Matt, Matt, he spoke real words. He I can confirm did. this. He spoke real words. Like, clearly, said, I don't understand. I had to go on Reddit to find out what he'd said. I don't even like Reddit. <laughs> I don't even like Reddit. Well, oh, that, that is a pod title. Potential pod titles. I had to go on Reddit and find out what this. Fu- I didn't even know who the fuck he was to be in with, and then fucking one of the. Oh, Matt, you're, oh you're lowering yourself to like movement level knowledge here. Recognize the fucker until they said who he was. No, I've never heard of Jake the Snake. I know who Jake the Snake is. I just didn't know that that was him until they said it on commentary. <coughs> yeah, hang on. Can we just go back to smoothman levels of knowledge? Yeah. Fight me if you want. I can't do the smoothman Take your hat off and your beads and then come and fight me. Uh, Fair enough. 
he's actually doing it. Oh, I'm getting scared. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so has he actually explained what happened or? Yeah, I, I still don't know what happened. You caught me in the DMs and I just don't care because he can't talk and he's going to be somebody's manager and that's going to be fucking trash. No, it's not going to be trash no, at all. It's going to be fine. It's going to be really uh, good. He's going to manage either fucking Harper or Lance Archer and it's going to work out brilliantly and it's going to be fantastic because neither of those are particularly strong talkers but both can go in the ring. Uh, <laughs> it's not Shakaron, is it? I, mean, I thought he was turning into Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> 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 <That's> <laughs> <what I'm laughs> he said something about the dark side, which made Grandpa me think he wasn't... Simpson is more eloquent than Jake the Snake Roberts. What? So Grandpa Simpson is more eloquent than Jake the Snake Roberts. It's a big word. I really don't think... Like, I don't understand how you couldn't no, it... hear his promo. I thought I, 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 I thought he's just got a really deep voice. That was Have it. Have you ever listened to a Jake the Snake promo? Yes. Yeah. You said yes. I'm talking to fucking Matt and Smoothman here. Like yeah. that's that he's always had that told yeah. about him. Like that's always the way he's spoken. He didn't have the the, the gravelly kind of Yes he did. No, not not to that extent he didn't. Yeah, but he's he's an old it. man now. You can understand what he says when he talks in the eighties. It's not the eighties anymore. Leave him alone. This is the man who's bullying him. The the man's man's gone through years of whatever, like, we don't even know. And now you're bullying him in a fucking walking down a ramp every week. I am sure they're bullying him with that fat stacks they're paying him. Getting massive, massive. You're getting bullied here. Take this money to go talk words. (laughs) Getting paid big stonks to go on TV. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, mate. Um, yeah, so he, he's come out and said that the... Can I just get anybody else's opinion on this promo, by the way? Because I thought it was great. I yeah. thought it was great. Yeah, I really I enjoyed it. Yeah. The way that... It was, like, yeah. what the f- it was like, what the fuck, Jake? Okay, cool. And then just enjoyed it. It was fine. Go on, I, I, my one concern was I thought Jake was going to try and fight Cody. And that's when I went, no, don't worry. <laughs> but once he was like, my client, I was like, all right, hey, calm down. Barack. <laughs> Yeah, the, the fact that he said um, I was given some advice in my last oh, by somebody, never turn the, your back on somebody who fear or respect. A fear, yeah, fear or respect. And then he just turned his back on him. I was like, that's great. That I would love, have helped me if I'd have understood the rest of the promo. I love the Caesar line as well. Yeah. Uh, it was like the all hail Caesar. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, no, Cody, big time now. Right, Jack, your opinion, because you were speaking this week and cut you off. Um, his client's going to be Luke Harper. There we go. You see, I think it's going to be Lance Archer. I, I want it to be Lance Archer, but the whole Caesar. Are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about how Lance Archer was uh, advertised and I didn't show up? We should do because we have even a promo package for him. They didn't. Nothing. He wasn't mentioned at all on the show, but he was promoted on adverts and uh, on Twitter. Okay, I didn't know he was promoted. Yeah, um, I'm sure they'll address it. Like we've criticised WWE for doing it, so we'll give them a little bit of criticism. But I, that's why I think this is Lance Archer. I think they've gone. Archer can't talk. Let's find somebody who people from the eighties. Why does everyone need a manager? An old manager. Because it's very 80s wrestling, isn't it? 
Yeah, but impart knowledge, my friend. Co- Cody does love the old days. He does yeah. like to hop back to the old days. So, um, so I can kind of see why. Yeah, you got Tully on, etc. Yeah, I I can see why. May, may, maybe maybe because it might legitimize the, the 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 wrestler a bit more in the eyes of the uh the casual or someone who hasn't watched since the early 90s or the 80s See, oh fuck on anderson's there okay cool right are oh, we managing cody wow cody must be something special and go on from there see for me on being coach because that's effectively what he is he's head coach of the nightmare family isn't he but why? <laughs> are we ignoring the fact that Arne, but, no, are we ignoring the fact that Arn Anderson hates the Rhodes family? Not in AEW, he doesn't. But why has he all of a sudden changed? Oh, it's because he's getting the big money. Or maybe because most of the people who were watching wrestling in the eighties are dead now, so they don't know who Arn Anderson is. <laughs> um so I, I think that a lot of people, and it's thanks to WWE program, to think that managers aren't needed and suck. Right? So in WWE, obviously, you've got Heyman that works brilliantly. Um, Lana worked for a while before they made her just basically a flashlight. Even like Summer Rae worked at the start when she came out, and like managers have worked in WWE, but Vince doesn't like managers for the same reason he doesn't like tag teams. Um, Money. You have to pay both performers. So that's one of the reasons Vince doesn't like managers, is that if he has, say, all his talent, the ones who can't speak, for example, Ricochet, as much as I like Ricochet, can't cut a promo to save his life. Well, And he admits that. Uh, But if we stick a manager with him, you have to pay the manager and the talent. And they're probably right in the gallery talking about it. So Vince doesn't like that. Whereas it's a very almost ECW way of getting talent who can't really speak or it adds an element. So with Cody, Cody can obviously speak, but having Arn there adds an element and it adds that element that's hanging of when will Arn turn because of all the stuff you were talking about, Jack. The fact that Arn hates, hated the Rhodes family and hated Dusty and Dustin and blah, blah, blah. It adds an element, and I think it is just an element hanging of when will Arn turn, and will he turn and bring people in? He could turn and bring the revival in, the bit the fuck out of the Rhodes Brothers or some shit down the line. Arn Anderson is the exalted one. <laughs> when, <laughs> when 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 you're talking about oh, Vince having to pay managers and things like that, it kind of that ties in massively with Sami Zayn, with him basically managing who's he managing? What Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. And oh, he's wrestling now, isn't he? No, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're all, all three of them are in the, the title match. Yeah, and it's triple threat handicap for the title. So we're... no, no, no. It's a, it's a three on one handicap. So which one of them gets the title? If whoever they win? pins, it's whoever pins Braun Braun Strowman. Whoever Did they say that him. on on SmackDown? And that's what I saw on Wikipedia. So Wikipedia is right. So. The play out there where like they beat the fuck out of Braun, have him down, Cesaro goes to pin him and Sammy kicks him in the head or something. Similar. Yeah. Cool. Back to AW. Um I know it's toast, you must have main roster Well no, I was explaining the managers because you were going off on one. Why are the old people here? Because they can fucking talk. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the young Arn people Anderson. won't learn to talk if all the old people keep talking. Or, Matt, they'll learn to talk because they'll be with the old people every week who are fucking talking and we'll be journeying with them and learn And what are they going to do when the old people croak it? 
They'll have probably learned enough. They, they, they won't get over because they can't fucking talk. Exactly my point. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like you have never seen managers work in wrestling and get talent over before. No, because I wasn't around in the 80s. I was born in 1991. How many of you ever played EWR or TEW or wrestling games where you need to give people managers when they can't fucking speak or have the charisma of my left toe? So Singular. Why Why is Arn Anderson with Cody then? He doesn't need to get him over because he's already over. Cody can speak. But you're saying the whole element of storytelling. You're, but you're now saying that managers need to be with people who can't cut promos, or uh, need to get people. So you're over. admitting that Cody can't cut a promo. No. Arn, Arn is a different. Arn is the different dynamic. Uh, Arn is the exception Arn to the rule just, well, because because it's the when's he going to turn? He's it's a plot point. device. He's that annoying character in the film that shouldn't be there, and then is is relevant for one fucking scene. That's what Arn Anderson is. Arn's going to be relevant when he brings in the revival and manages them. That's when he'll be relevant. But they can cut promos and are already over, so they don't need them. They can't really cut promos, though. They're not great talkers. Plus, Arn suits their gimmick down to the fucking ground. They've based their tag team off the Brain Busters. Oh, that's a callback to old wrestling, old Bad Booker's podcast, isn't it? Not Not flips, just fisting. Oh, no, no. I, I was going to say that was one of my favourite things in a podcast, but decided title. against it. Podcast smooth, title. Smooth, podcast title. Look, no fritz, just fisting. We're, <laughs> we're well over an hour in now. No, no one's going to be listening. Yet. No one's going to be fine. <laughs> it's all right. The old episodes, you'd have to find the old episodes. Um, yeah, uh, good promo. <laughs> We've broken it. I give you credit for trying to steer this shit. <laughs> it was a good promo, and it is making. What? I don't. I don't know anymore. It's set up intrigue for next week. When exactly that. Thank you, Toast. When all the gun. What segment were you even talking about? I was not looking at <laughs> <I was> <laughs> 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 We're talking about Jake the Snake. I, I so hope when he introduces Wrestler next week, both Lance Archer and Luke Harper come down and they look at each other and go, what are you doing now? It's my go. And then they fight. That would be And then Matt Hardy breaks him up and goes, I was the one! <laughs> I'm the fair. exalted one. And then, and then the Dark Order go, no, you're not. When you were doing your, when you were doing big talk, I was doing my predictions on my phone. Right, right. Hence why I wasn't listening. Okay, right. So what was the next segment? Chuck Chuck Taylor had a match against Pac. Um, I think Pac has faced uh, Trent and Orange Cassidy. Trent Alexander Arnold. Man, the or elite. <laughs> it's uh, it's Trent Beretta. I believe that's his name. He's taking it quickly. Oh, Cool. Um, so yeah, Trent Beretta with a question mark. It is Trent Beretta. I'm sure it is. Yeah, Trent, Trent Beretta with a question mark. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Pax faced um, Trent and Orange Cassidy. Uh, so he had to face Chuck Taylor, which was yeah, a good decent match. match right? And then we we got the reveal of the faction. Or trios, or whatever. Yeah, we've got revealed of the uh, 
death triangle is there. I read the fuck out of those three working together, by the way. Oh, yes. Yes. Did you see um, when they attacked Orange Cassidy at the end where Pentagon Jr. just bites his ear? So he was like licking his, he was like licking his face. Broken Pentagon. Oh my God. He was like licking his face. He like had his tongue stuck out like really long and then decided to bite Orange Cassidy's ear and held on for it for a long time. I was like, this is a bit uncomfortable. But... What what I think is fantastic about this is that we don't have to listen to Ray Phoenix try and cut a promo in English. Because <laughs> it was the most awkward part of the Lucha Bros. Like, I, I would rather listen to Penta speak Spanish, which I don't understand. Because he has that charisma and you can tell he's really angry and yeah. shit that's coming across. But Phoenix's English bits always kind of felt iffy. But now, obviously, they've got Pac who can stand in the middle of Newcastle and cut promos for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, QT Marshall faced Jake Hager for reasons. It was exactly what Jake needed. He just needs to start killing Absolutely people. Absolutely not. He didn't kill him. He sold for some guy we don't even, we've never even fucking heard of. He's supposed to be a murdering... MMA fighter, and he sold for some fucking product. Yeah, he spent. Someone <laughs> we've never heard of. He fought the other week, and yeah, he was he, in all uh, of the lead-up. He throws apples. Up AEW, and you don't yeah, know who but, he is. Yeah, but he fought what twice on TV and lost both matches. Why is he? Why is Jake Hager selling for this random fucker? Punches calm your tits. It was a minute and 30 seconds of selling, followed by two moves to put him down. Just do the two fucking moves and get him on the floor. You, you're supposed to be an MMA fighter. I mean... And you, you're selling for shit wrestlers. It's, it's no, not... That... It's, it's terrible. Jake, Jack Swagger is back, and he's back with a vengeance. It's not I, that I deep. Until, until Revolution, I'd never thought of him as Jack Swagger, apart from that first week, and that was only to wind toast up, or wind anybody up. And then fucking... Since since then, he's been Jake Hager. He's been used correctly, and then he fucking went fifteen minutes with fucking Gold Dust, and now he's gone far too long with some guy that nobody fucking can't wrestle. It's a shit wrestler. Yeah, no, he's Jack Swagger, and I'm done with the character. It's not that deep. Matt, back everyone. It, it really isn't. It's okay. Yeah, I thought it was. Hard. I reckon he needs a manager. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he doesn't speak. He doesn't know how to speak, so that makes complete Exactly, and he needs to get over. He needs a manager. He's he, got Jericho. Right, he'd prefer on. not to speak. Another old wrestler who can't wrestle anymore. Yeah, uh, John Moxley and Darby Allen versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, which started with him, with, with the match being not how we expected it to be because Moxley was attacked by the Inner Circle. Um, I like the masks. fact that the Inner Circle were wearing Dark Order masks. I'll give them that. Did you see they the were. tweet? They were just wearing normal lucha masks. Yeah, yeah. did you yeah, see the tweet black, from black, someone there? Dark Order. Did you see the tweet that one of them the, the, the one of them posted where there's just literally it's like them two in AEW jumpers and luchador masks sitting right in the back going no one can see me sort of, sort of style and then they just unleash shit on them. It's very good. I, I, I like it. It's not something I, I Noticed it literally 30 seconds before they started. I was like, that looks a bit weird why they sat there with wrestling. I, I, well, um, you're such a mark. I didn't, I didn't recognize that at all. I, I saw it when they panned to Moxley before he even walked out as well. Mark. I love the fact that this basically got uh, Darby Allen over him like, fuck. The like, hot tagging himself. So him hot, yeah. Everything about him pushed Darby to the fucking moon. Yeah. 
Um, I didn't. The, the attack was a bit meh. I was like, fine, but the yeah. match was Darryl. I think like he top tagged himself in at one point. Yeah. And I went, that's <laughs> fucking fantastic. That that, that should be ridiculous, but it was know. fucking incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was I was wondering whether Matt was going to hate that because it, no, it's a no, disbelief it, moment. It, it it should be ridiculous, but because he's so good and so charismatic, and is over, and is one of the few people that I would accept as the next title holder. Like he, it was just brilliant, and the way that yeah, he he hot tagged himself in, and then all of a sudden was is energetic. Agile kind of self again for for forty five seconds. It's like when you press like X repeatedly and you're getting your health back for a boost yeah. on WWE two K, isn't it? it? Yeah, it was it was brilliant. I I really enjoyed it, and it's again AEW getting people over with a clean loss because oh yes and no. It was a, like it was a clean loss because it was somebody in the match that broke up the the pinfall from the what's it called the coffin, coffin drop. drop, yeah. But WWE always try and protect people by having dusty finishes, and it never works because you don't get invested in anybody. Whereas Darby Allen's lost six or seven times at this point, and at no point has that made him feel like less of a wrestler. I agree. I think he's going to be there, Jeff Hardy, in terms of like he's not oh. your typical wrestler. He's unique, and he's kind of got that. In fact, I hate that term, but he has it, and you can tell he has it. He's slightly different, and young fans are like running around dressed and awesome and stuff now. I think in a couple of months you'll see him, and he will be their level. That's a that's a self-developed Jeff Hardy type of outdoor character that works. I love that analogy. That 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 works. So that's that's perfect. Couldn't agree more. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy could be his manager. <laughs> Contract's up in a couple of months. Uh, but I actually think Darby can cut decent promos. I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought he's. So can yeah. Cody. Yeah, he's got a manager. <laughs> he's thought... got a coach, Jack. What's I the thought... product? Darby's vignettes in the run up to his Guevara match were just brilliant. The fact he'd, he'd been hit in the throat so he couldn't talk and he did the whole Guevara thing but with cardboard instead of yeah. proper, proper white what pieces of paper. Actually. Yeah, but he did he did it with cardboard because he like he's you know from the streets or whatever you want to call it <laughs> from the streets from, from the hood. Yeah, he is. He's... Wasn't he on some like MTV program or something years ago? Um, he was a professional sure. skateboarder, so he did a lot of like skate shows and stuff. No, no, it was like an MTV oh, dating show. No, what? no, it was like an MTV dating show or something. I'll find it in a minute. Are you thinking of like Marty? Marty? No, no, he was on Take Me Out. I know that. No, it was um, <laughs> no Darby Allen. Definitely, I'll I'll find it in a minute. I'll tell you which one it was. Maybe it was. Um, anyway, after the match, I love the Shield Power Bomb. Um, like they done the five man Shield Power Bomb uh, through the yeah, and then instead of doing the Shield Fist, they just did fucking fingers. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, he fingered it. No, they didn't. Oh my god. No, uh, I'm not even next to the next. I know Jack's taking the piss. But, yeah. <laughs> I love it. They just cut the Jack looking at the camera like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my phone actually. Oh, I but yeah, it. what did the rest of you think about the aftermath? Yeah, 
it made total sense. Um, I I quite liked it. it. It kept you pissed off at the inner circle, which is the point of the inner circle. Yeah, I, I've got nothing bad to say about it. It was really good. Can anyone hear Smoothman? I think he's on the road. I can see him talking, but I can't Do you want to mute him? I, I can't. We can't mute him. Oh, and we can't. Smoothman's Smooth. on the road. Smooth. on the road. Smooth, have you muted yourself? We can't hit you, Smoothman. Have you pulled oh. the wire at the back of you? No, because the, li- no, the light's on it. He's moved it now. He's muted it now, even. Okay, he's really muted. No, we still can't hear you. Oh, he's on the ropes. Smoke, drop, drop out, drop, drop out, and join back in again. Oh, it's like the old days, isn't it? What, what a loser! It's probably, oh, we have we have this problem back in the day. Smoothman needs a manager because he literally can't talk. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! This is all Jack's going to say now for every podcast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but who done it? Oh, he's not restarting this back, is he? Oh, is he? I'd... Oh, okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you Please? who uh, didn't do it. It was not Chris and Mike. Who's frantic? No, we still can't hear you. Uh, oh, he's in the mud. Look at him, frantically panicking. It's mute. Why have you muted yourself? We can't no, fucking hear you. He's unplugged the mic, and now he's plugged it back in. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. Yay! He's no longer on Earlier, the phone. Came back from the toilet and then started speaking. Did you not hear me then? No. Well, I, I haven't heard you in about. An hour, mate. So when I get, that's because you're not paying attention. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's because I went. Well, no, I muted myself when I went to the toilet, but obviously it didn't unmute me, even though I did it. Fucking go to the toilet before the pod. Be a professional. I'm sorry. Keeping my mouth hydrated. Um, should we talk about NXT? I didn't watch it, but yeah, go for it. Um, there were two steel cage matches. Woo! Don't want the cage. Glad there was a lot of build-up to both these cage matches. Yeah. Uh, Tegan Knox. Now you finish. And also, I'm glad they were both used to blow off a fucking feud. Wait. Wait. Hey, hang on a minute. AEW's Wait. one was used to blow off a feud. No, no that was used. just supposed to set up a feud. It was used as part, like an important part of a story. It was. This was just... Why can't this be an important part? Okay. Okay, Matt, let's play this game. You watch all the 40 minutes of this episode. Let's go. Right? So much so to us. Tegan Knox and Thingy. Tegan Knox awkwardly, the bits I remember, decent bits. At one point, she ran and hit her arse off the girl three times and then done a, a boar bomb or some shit, which is like a fucked up cannonball, but her arse hit her instead of yes. like her back. Yeah. And then there was a point where she was standing up top and was outside the cage for about 10 minutes and then waited for T or the other one to get back up, which wasn't her fault, I suppose. The finish was just Ugh. okay. Ugh. Okay. And all I'm thinking is, isn't isn't Tegan really good mates with Candice LeRae? Wouldn't Candice LeRae, who also kind of hates Dakota Kai at the minute, have came out whenever your girl Reina Gonzalez was there? Isn't Candice injured? I don't fucking know. Don't think, the the only thing I that I actually enjoyed is. about this was the innovative way of trapping somebody using the door. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. But then I realised, oh, this feud isn't finished. And it's going to go on. We've just had a random cage match in the middle of the feud, which means to end the feud, they have to, like, I don't know, have it. Especially when William William Regal was... War Games matches. War Games! Especially when William Regal was like, oh, yeah, this is so Raquel Raquel Gonzalez can't get involved in the match. She was the reason Dakota Kai won. 
It's not just heels being heels because they were told not to but do then, something and then he did it. Anyway. So, yeah. like, not to jump ahead, but I had more of an issue with the ending to the other cage match. Oh, I've <laughs> I did this one. But no, I've, I've not seen it. So, so it's one of the reasons I mean, and, like, AEW's take on the cage where, like, you can't just escape. Because, like, both matches kind of involve the door escape. Yeah. bullshit. It's like... You're I'm trapped stuck in the door, this cage okay. unless you walk to the door because we'll open it for you. Well, I'm sorry, is... but the funny thing is, <laughs> the door thing has been a bit of a bugbear from me for a long time because you, they they lay on the floor for a long time. Just go to the door and open it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to the door, shall I? Just... Oh, okay, Bye. Cool. It's just, uh, I just think it's... Oh. I still don't quite understand why Velveteen Dream tried to climb out of the cage inside 10 seconds. When he's the one who set up the match, when he's the one who wanted this match and in such a blood feud with okay. Roderick Strong to just try and then go, okay, I'm going to try and get out of the cage after a minute, after 10 seconds. I didn't want to waste all my ammo I have about that particular cage match because just keep there's going. so much wrong with it. Just keep going. Just, just, just yeah. take a massive dump on it. It's fine. Right, okay. So at one point, Marina Schaefer, who has been like a big part of Hold this. Hold on, feud, sorry to sorry to interrupt. Should we not just talk about the rest of it quick and then get on to that? No, just talk about this now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, right? We'll just we'll go back to the other match. It was shit. And it had a feud a feud ending blow off match in the middle of what is going to be a feud. Uh continuing. And I just I don't understand why it was there. What happened with Marina Shafir? No, that's the main event. We're going to go back and just do the card in order. Oh, no, we do this and then do the middle bits in the middle there at the end. No, we're just we're going to go back and do just the keep card talking. Order. Let's go. Sense. What was next? Was it the? You've really flown thrown me because I've just was zoomed it the all the way to the end. Shotty match. Did it come? Uh, Shotty Blackheart. Yeah, she had a match yeah. against. Me, was yeah. it Chelsea? Chelsea Green. Chelsea, Chelsea Green, Green for the. Yeah. It was like a. He was no, like a qualification, yeah, match, for the ladder match. It, um, it, it had Chelsea Green in it. Of course it was meh. Oh. You see, Chelsea yeah. Green, whenever she eventually brings her hot mess persona again, we'll get over it. She'll don't get over that clock. Don't but... care. I don't think she will, you know. She'll be dead to me by then. She's I don't think she will. She's going to use this Robert Stonebrand thing. I guarantee this Robert Stonebrand thing is to get her to the hot mess. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I just think... Happened, but... And by then, I won't care. I'm trying to hype her up and I'm not hyped. Unless unless the intention is to bring other people under the Robert Stone brand, it does, just doesn't seem to make any sense. The 24-7 champion is part of the Robert Stone brand, um, but he just left NXT randomly to go be mates with Mojo Rawley and then took the title off him. But he well, has big nets and stuff being in the Robert Stone brand. Mojo Rawley had to be a defensive block so they could talk about American football just before the launch of XFL. That's why Mojo Rawley's mate went to NXT, uh, went to main roster instead of NXT. What's his name? Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss that's him. That's why he went up. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but Chelsea Green won. She's the first person in the uh, ladder match for the number one contendership. Great. I'm sure that's going to be great to watch. Uh, depends who else is in it. Bad spots, well, so like Mia Yim and EO and a couple of other ones in it'll make them the yeah, there'll, there'll be some decent wrestlers in there, but as long, as long as EO's not still injured by then, I'm down for that because EO's, as far as I know, EO's still injured. Um, 
Yeah, I suppose wait and see. Mm-hmm. Maybe leave her out of this actually, so that she can take the title off Ripley, like SummerSlam weekend. Maybe, who knows? Uh, the UE uh, Fish and O'Reilly had a match against Danny Birch and Only Lorcan. This is a really good match. Yeah, it's very it good. A really good match. Yeah, it was a good match. I like the ending. Yeah, um, I like the fact that I'm just going to skip through the matches. I can't really think of any highlight spots, but it was a good match. Um, I like the fact that they were like calling out the the loser weights as they called them. Yeah, and then the grizzled young vets just came down and went, "No, I don't think so." Yeah, uh, but then, but then, but then, Regal just ignored them anyway, and then set the match next week for UE versus. Um, uh, Did you know? Broads weights. Oh, go on. Yeah. The next week, NXT is going to be at the Performance Center. Yes, I did. Do you know why it's going to be at the Performance Center? Didn't they didn't they double book or something? So um, full, uh, sale. full sale has its end of year um, like sports awards for the, everybody at the university. Um, so in in previous years, it hasn't mattered because obviously they were pre taped shows yeah. and they didn't film them on a Wednesday night. But now that they do, it's clashed, and this has been this was in the calendar before. Um, NXT went to uh, Wednesday night. It's not a bad thing though, because they've done the performance center before when it was the halftime heat, didn't they? Yeah, well, and that was decent. That was one match. Huh? That was one match. Yeah, but that's fi- that was fine. It was it was a good match, but it was like a forty-five minute match, was or forty-minute match. Wasn't it pre-tape? Uh, probably. I honestly, I don't think it will make that much of a difference. Um, I think it'd be interesting because you might have the element because obviously they've got the gym there, haven't they? They could do like backstage segments what, in the gym. Twenty kilo weights instead. No, of like attacking people yeah. while they're on the treadmill or something. No, 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 no. What you'll get is you'll get like Shawn Michaels super, might appear. Super kicks. Yeah, Shawn Michaels gonna super kick somebody off a treadmill. Yeah. I just, I, I don't want. I don't understand why that's where your head went to. There's a gym, so they'll fight on a treadmill. <laughs> why is someone on? Why is someone on a treadmill while a show's going on? Yeah, we're doing a live broadcast. Pre-match warm-up. Got to get that cardio going, you know. Get oh no, no, you, you, no, honestly, like broadcast the corner is just get this cardio. <laughs> in. Yeah, because that's where he belongs in the gym, not in the wrestling ring. It's oh, trash. Oh, so uh, um, well, yeah, because I was confused because they, yeah. Because they did the thing with um, Bargano's promo, didn't they? Yeah. And, um, and he said, "I'll see you at the performance." And I was oh, like, yeah, that. "Are they going to have like a like behind closed doors match with each other? That'd be awesome." You know, yeah. Like the heat match that was in like empty stadium. That was quality. Yeah. See, I thought I thought that's what the plan was. They're going to have like behind closed doors performance center, no no fans or nothing, and everything's like you know just just focus on them. I I kind of like the idea of that, but it's not going to be that. No. Was the Gargano promo next, or was there something else? Uh, I don't know, but do you want to talk about it? Because I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I love that jo- heel Johnny Gargano just basically says all the shit we say every week about uh, Mauro. <laughs> I don't know what. Like, I wish. I kind of wish he'd attacked Mauro. No, no they were never going to have Mauro uh, be attacked or anything. He's not. Like, we'll push him off his chair. Like, I just, just push. Love this- <laughs> Like he built it all up, and he goes, "Ah, oh, sure, we haven't spoken since then, but you still caught me, Johnny. Uh, what was it? Turncoat. Turncoat. And then he starts laying in. Then whenever your man goes, I'm not feeling comfortable, and goes to leave, and Johnny's like, "What? There's no fucking mama mares or no uh, funny quips, has it? Yes, laying in, boy. Uh, it's just weird seeing Johnny Gargano being intimidating. It it it, it doesn't sit quite right with me. It's but, just uh, because we've seen this feud that they're building before twice now, I think. And like Ciampa, I think has been the heel both times, hasn't he? Yes. No, Gargano was the heel 
going into the um, the second the pay the second feud that never got a payoff okay. when Champa got injured. Uh, Gargano oh. turned heel and did a promo on a bridge, and everybody criticised him for it. Fair enough, um, but I think just because this is probably hopefully going to be their payoff, and they don't go down the John Cena Randy Orton feud route and then next day it's gone to it makes sense to have Gargano be the heel this time, sort of. Because there, there, there's no way you could turn Champa heel. There's yeah. just no way at the moment. You, you, know, you just can't. Turn, he'll never. You, there's no point in turning Champa heel because he'll never get the same reactions he did as the heel last time because mm. he's good at it. So the crowd are always going to cheer. Whereas he got booed to fuck when he was when he was a heel the first when he turned on Gargano and then was out for the injury and. Remember, he came out with no music, and the crowd were just like vehemently hating the bastard. You'd never get that reaction now because there'd be people who were popping their tits off that they were getting to see Champa. So was sorry, just moving on past this. Was Theory Swerve next, or did we yeah. miss Theory? Dirk? Yeah, um, I like again, Austin Theory. I'll say what I've said before. Like this to me is a waste of Swerve. Swerve has your potential to be your like ricochet level fucking high flying badass mm. and we've just jobbed him out to the guy that jobbed out two weeks in a row to Champa in less than a couple of minutes I know I couldn't care about Swerve I think it was more about the match rather than the individuals it was more about the match they put on and it was, it was the match itself was good Yeah, it's just you know oh, I thought Swerve was going to win that okay the thing is they need to kind of big up Austin Theory because not a lot of people like because he's on TV not a lot of people are going to know anything about him I know they probably don't know a lot about Swerve potentially, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it, it it goes back to what we said about about Jobber the Champion. You could have given that to fucking anyone, but you gave it to Austin Theory. What was could the point? It to Kona Reeves. He's you could have given it to anyone. You could have given it to Riker. I don't fucking care. It was a terrible way to show off his skills against somebody that people know. Last week, that's why they they made him job like made him. But he submit to Champa in however many minutes it was. It was because they wanted to have him against somebody high profile and have a half decent match, which they had last week. It was a half decent match. It was a gentleman's three star, good TV match. The problem was the build to it and the the route out of it is shit. Is Austin well known though? No, no, but that was the, that. His match was against Champa, who is well known to introduce uh, him to the oh, NXT oh, crowd. Oh, oh yeah, I'm with him. So Austin was hot-shotted from Evolve because AEW and I believe ROH were talking to him. So yeah. they hot-shotted him up from Evolve on the NXT to keep him away from the other companies. Because he he's like 22, I want to say. I'm so certainly... He is a young lad. Yeah, he's one that they could build in NXT for a couple of years and he could be a fucking massive star. In the same vein as like Taylor Bate and stuff. Like Taylor's now 22, 23 as well. So it's like really young guys that can do three to four more years in NXT and then go to the main roster fully prepared for the WWE stuff. Well, who, um, who does the booking for Evolve? Gabe, Gabe Sapolsky, right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He used to do ROH when it was good. Yeah. So I, I'm sure there was a documentary because I've seen, I'd heard of Austin Theory purely because of this documentary where he's, where it's like his journey through Evolve and uh, him being picked, like touted by WWE and sort of like a, the next big thing out of that lot. I just sort of thought, oh, that, that's how I know Austin Theory anyway. So that's why I was a bit hyped when I heard he was coming in. That's all really. That's, that's what I have to say. I'm, I'm sure there was a documentary. It might have been. It, it might have been part of the. Um, no, not not dark side of wrestling, but something something vice related. 
It was on like last year or, or two years ago or something. So Austin Theory gives Apolsker one of the reasons why Darby Allen ended up in AEW. Um, gave pushed Austin over Darby, even though Darby had been there for like a year, was living in his car and stuff, and Gabe wouldn't pay Darby and stuff like that. There's a lot of hate on Darby, not Darby, on uh, Gabe Sapolsky for not paying the wrestlers in Evolve. Like, there's a lot of the wrestlers he'll bring in and go, oh, you'll get exposure because we're linked to WWE. And he, he won't pay them the rates they get on other indie shows and stuff. And it's oh. the reason why Darby Allen's currently in AEW instead of being in NXT. Oh. Fair enough. Not fair enough, but yeah. No, sorry, I just no, 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 no. Honestly, honestly, you're a fountain of knowledge when it comes to this sort of stuff. So just genuinely nice learning new things. Uh, uh, Darby Allen wouldn't have fitted in NXT anyway. No, it wouldn't. He I wouldn't think have no, he, he would have. Like, yeah, they see him as, like, I can't imagine. Can yeah, but I can't imagine though. Could you imagine? This AEW Darby Allen being allowed to do what he's doing now, yes, in NXT, no, absolutely not. For starters, Vince has now got his hands in there, and there's no way he's letting anybody go out with women's shorts and tights on. So it, it, it instantly has to change what he's what his attire is, and I'm I'm ninety percent sure that they changed the way he wrestled as well. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll never oh, know. But I... Um, I think the next thing was the Keith Lee promo. Mm, We're probably maybe. jumping about all over NXT because I think only me and Smoove have seen the film. I cannot remember yeah. exactly what happened. So it was, it was, it was Keith I Lee watched and, it and went, well, yeah. this is fun. Cameron Grimes, right? Keith came out did keep things. Cameron Grimes came out like an extra looking to sell me snake oil from Red Dead. It <laughs> was fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. He was just like a character in Red Dead. I expected him to try and sell me snake oil. Um, <laughs> he came down and the crowd absolutely fucking hated him. They shat on him. Possibly, I, I actually think that was some of the best heat, sort of heat I've seen in the last couple of weeks. Like the crowd were like, nobody likes him, but they weren't. You know how when someone's not over and the crowd don't like him, they just go quiet and go fuck yeah. this guy? The crowd were fucking constant. Like, it's, it's a bit so like loud. Zach Gibson when he was in NXT UK when he first started. Yeah. No one wanted to hear him speak, so they just booed the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah. So like constant fucking noise talking over the guy. He had like he played it along a wee bit as well. He's like, Yeah, I like me, so that's all that matters or whatever, some shit. But basically Keith had to ask them to be quiet because they were black beaming. And the thing I laughed my bollocks off at. They cut to the crowd and there's a guy with one of the fake plastic NXT titles around his neck mm. wearing a fucking Young Buck shirt. And I was like, you got the NXT show with a Young Buck shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. might have to buy a Young Buck shirt. They, they've announced it for next oh, week, that, haven't they? That's why people buy half and half scarves. Just no. Oh. <laughs> it's what oh, it's like. on. Let's get a half and half NXT AEW scarf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I hate more than Kona Reeves? Half and half scarves. It is. It's, it's true. Half and half scarves and half and half football shirts. Just no. Never. Oh, I, I've not seen a half and half shirt. That's I, incredible. You've seen them around. The time I accepted the half and half shirt was, I think, Rio Ferdinand's brothers, like younger brothers, had the West Ham United once when they were playing because Anton was playing for West Ham and Rio was playing for United. And okay. I was like, okay, you can understand like the younger brothers doing that. Maybe, maybe but I don't understand I've... any half and half. Yeah, but not, they're not Derek from accounts who's, who's, who's got a load of money and decides to go to a game in a half and half, goes and buys a half and half scarf. No. 
No, no I, I, I only see half and half shirts when someone died at a Rovers Leicester game and they put Leicester and Rovers shirts together to make it like a memorial thing for him. Cheers for uh, let's for let's let's move on from that. Yeah, um, I was being morbid. Sorry. <laughs> right, so after the Keith Lee promo, I think the only thing left was the last cage match. Yeah, I mean, just, just to like ruin your your night, uh, the Keith Lee promo was before the tag match between Lord yeah, and Lee. Yeah, I was fully really aware we were jumping around because I because I watched that. Okay. Cheers, Jeff. Um, but this cage match was bollocks. <laughs> um, it had it had no like wrestling psychology in it at all. It just um, didn't make sense. It was just a it fight. Was, it was. I said in the chat or in the DMs, it was the perfect example of why you don't put a cage match on fucking TV. So, like, Dream's whole thing since he came back has been putting Roddy's wife on his shorts or on his trousers or whatever. Yeah. Um, Roddy's wife comes down to the ring halfway through the match, slides the fucking uh, candlestick in and to Roddy behind the ref's back somehow. Uh, and then we cut to a break as Roddy's standing up with the kendo stick. We come back from the break, and the two of them are standing basically hugging each other, trying to climb out of the cage. And I'm like, what happened to the what? stick? What the fuck? Where's the now, stick? The, cage, the stick was used like five minutes later, and you could hear like Morrow desperately trying to call back to it. it. was like, yeah, of course, that's that's the stick that uh, uh, Marina, Roddy's wife, brought down. And I'm like, yeah, what if we had a scene that when she brought it fucking down and we used it then instead of having an ad break? But whatever. And um, the end of the match. <laughs> so the end of the match, fucking uh, the UE boys are down and they're like surrounding the cage and fucking Dream's got a chair at this point whacking the fucking cage and all this shit to stop them getting in. But he ends up, I think Cole's in the cage. Cole's made it in. Yeah, yeah. Dream the fuck out of him. And Dream just picks up Roddy and fucks him out of the cage. So Roddy wins. Like, he just throws him out. Like, just <laughs> you? out the door. And I'm like, that's the second time you've used that shit door in a cage match in the same. Why? And then you say, oh, look, he's fucking handcuffed the door. And I'm like, right, okay. And uh, he's locked himself in with Cole. So. Ken and Riley and Fish try to get back in. He beats the fuck out of their hands or fingertips or something. I don't know. Something that mortally wounds them so they can't get back up to save their mates. Roddy climbs back in and it's basically just Dream beats the fuck out of them. Then picks up Cole's title after he's done it and leers at Roddy with a title. And I'm like, he's not the champion, dickhead. <laughs> but he's like leering at uh, Roddy who's lying in like a tree of woe sort of position fucked up in yeah. the corner. And I'm like... You can't fight him for that title. It's called He's behind you. Yeah. It's almost like the ref's going, go over there, over there, over there, over there. Look, 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 over there. <laughs> him, him. So I what just... you're saying is we've had two shit endings to NXT in two weeks. And it very, yeah, because well, the, the, the thing with it, though, is it's almost like when, when Dream went up to, to Strong with the title and like was thought I landed him from like, blowing kisses, he almost expected his music to hit then. And then, and then he realized it didn't. He went, oh, fuck. And then went and over. And he climbed the cage yeah, yeah, yeah. and was like, <laughs> was like yeah, yeah. leaning over like to the walls of the camera, trying to give it eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to get on the whole camera that one. And he sort of holds, holds the title up and then no music hits. And he goes, that's right, I need to stand over Cole, don't I? So he goes, really gets down, stands over Cole, hits his arms up, and then the music hits. And it's just like, yeah, this, this, this is, the fall of grace from, for Dream, for me, is a bit of a concern. The, 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 the fact that, 
Dream at the mo- even before he left or before he got injured, and before the whole went live and things like that. He was mid card. He was fighting for mid card titles in, in a mid card feud. They have now elevated him to the to, to the uh, to the main event now. This because I, I don't think he's ready. He, I mean, he, he fought Champa for the main yeah, event had, title eighteen months ago. Uh, okay, fine. Okay, fine. yeah, he's had main title feuds before, but but before he went, he was in a he was he was mid card, wasn't he? Because he had the North American yeah. title. Yeah. And, and, and his his return, okay, I defended his return when he came out and was all like all guns blazing and swinging at all four of UE. I defended that as okay, oh, look, you know, whatever. It's just no, it, it I I don't know what's wrong with him. It I, I genuinely don't feel right. right. There was a spot that I forgot to shit on. And I need to shit <laughs> on it. Right? So Dream for the last couple of weeks has been like jumping on all three members of UE and taking them all out, right? So Roddy's lying dead in the ring. Dream's on top of the cage, and Yui are outside, and clearly a spot that could catch him. I'm like, just jump on those fuckers, you win. You win, yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I, I completely agree. Like, just, just jump on them, you win. And then oh, he's oh, like, oh, he's like, no, I've got a jet. I think he gently climbs back down the cage to fight Roddy, and I'm like, but you could have just. But you, you know he why? Falls over. Jump off the t- you know why he didn't jump off the top of the cage? Because he was out with a fucking spinal injury. You don't have somebody who was out with a spinal injury jump off the top of a fucking game. Turn on the camper! <laughs> <laughs> fucking war games, mate! Yeah, all right. Fight war games. Fight he, me. Kiampa's out with like a broken neck and kicks that fucking bump with war games. Go fuck yourself. He landed on... Argument yeah, disputed. Okay, yeah, actually, yeah, totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain that Dream fell over as well when he went back into the ring. Off the cage, that, and that's that's why Dream is shit as well because he's had a, a spinal injury and he can't wrestle anymore, and they just can't admit it yet. But Velveteen Dream will never make it as a top flight wrestler. You heard it here first. I don't think I, don't, I won't say never, but I don't think now. At His the back's moment. fucked. His back's fucked. He'll never make it. His back's fucked worse than anybody's. Like worse than fucking Shawn Michaels after he took six years off. He lost his smile. I still think he'll make something of himself because he is that passionate about the business. Um, like when he was on, was it yeah, he, he, he was on. He yeah. could be a mid. Clear, he was. He like could be a mid carder on the main roster because they never wrestle. What is he? What is is his back actually fucked, or are you just yeah, saying that? Legitimately, that's why he's he's not as good now as he was before he went away because he's had a serious back injury. I didn't realise it was that. I thought he just hurt his back. I mean, no, it's shouldn't have shotted him in the feud with. Uh, yeah, but they th- they think he can still go, and he probably wants to still go. But look at the way he's been wrestling since he's been back. It's he's been, been so sloppy, a shadow of his former self. Mm. Yeah, so so are you going to say something there, Smoothie? I was just... kidding, but he just goes. Such a rubbish idea! What the fuck are you doing? Going. <laughs> 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 No, I was I was agreeing Minecraft. that I think Minecraft. Um I think I was agreeing that he isn't as good as he was. He's not as good as he was. I think he came back probably I think they've pushed him back early. In my personal opinion, it seems like they pushed him back early to make sure that the Undisputed Era have got some sort of feud. With Roddy Strong, because Roddy Strong's not Roddy Strong wasn't really doing. Why have you done this? (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I'm really distracted. (laughs) 
By what? By the... <laughs> watching the fucking stream! <laughs> I'm not watching the stream. What happened? <laughs> Chris has just locked the camera on Jack for like the last five minutes. <laughs> was mint smooth top. <laughs> and Chris is locking on Jack and Jack's just sitting like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> Uh, no, I just what I was going to say was I agree they pushed him back early. I think they needed something for Roddy Strong to do. Roddy Strong has n- not really done a lot apart from get involved with other people's feuds in the UE, which is what they do. But he hasn't really got anything to do himself. So I think they pushed Dream back early to get him doing something. Dream obviously can't do what he normally does at 100%. And therefore, this has just fallen flat. Shall I tell you why they've pushed him back early? Why? Because the Undisputed Era have to split soon. They've lost the prophecy, and that was the point. That was the point of them. I think, but WWE are the the horrible shills that will go right. We can make money out of the UE splitting on NXT, and then we can bring them up as the UE, and people won't question it because that's the kind of thing that that's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. No, I'm like I understand your point, and I could see like what you're getting at. But I honestly, I think Triple H persuades Vince to bring them up as a group and go, "Look, this is your four-man shield. They can go around and do big shield things, and then eventually you have O'Reilly." Vince hates factions. He didn't hate the shield. Didn't hate the shield. Didn't hate the Wyatt family. If you book them right, if you pitch it right and book it right for Vince, he'll go with it. And And then Vince probably with the Wyatt family booked right. Early on, they were. I think they were booked right for a while until they shoehorned Brawn. Honestly, uh, early on, mm. they were fucking killers, and then and and it was and it was all it was all about well, it, it culminated in what was it Shield versus the Wyatts, and the first time they met in the ring, and you had Punk and Brian were in the ring having a match, and then Wyatt family come out and Shield come out, and then Brian weren't in the Wyatt family in the Shield. No, no, but. Um, so no, let me Shield finish. were originally Punk's uh, bodyguards, and Brian was in the Wyatt family for a while. Not, not for this point, but they because they had a, they they were all wanting to beat the fuck out of CM Punk and um, uh, Daniel Bryan for reasons I can't quite remember. But I remember that they were all lined up to like squaring off of each other, and Brian, Bray Wyatt said, "We've got a common enemy. Let's go and beat the fuck out of these guys." And then and then they all turn and beat the crap out of Brian and Punk. But that's that just sort of sets right. up the catalyst for it. And it was because at that time, well, they were the two main factions, weren't they? And yeah, if it's done right, it's good. And they were, they were good up until a bit after that. Indeed. Um, Raw and SmackDown, I haven't really watched. Didn't happen. But... Let's move on. Uh, there was a title, title change on Raw. The Street Profits beat. It. it was fucking trash, wasn't it? Let me, let me explain my, my one thing that killed me about Raw, other than it being shit, was... <laughs> They started hyping the match between Rollins, Murphy, and the Street Profits of being like, this is the Street Profits' last ever chance at the title! And I'm like, why? <laughs> Tell me why. Give me, give me reason. No, last ever chance! They'll never get a title shot! Well, they're going to fucking win it then, aren't they? You haven't got that many fucking tag teams. <laughs> they have, they just don't use them. No, there's a six-way... Is it a six-way elimination chamber match tonight for the Smackdown yeah, you've got tag title? And they had the pull, uh, they had the pull revival from it because they still won't send the new deal. Like they got offered, I think, a million each. So yeah. like, they doubled the offer, which was originally half a million. Really? Each. Yeah. yeah. 
So they offered a million each and they went, how about right. no, sir? So now they're fighting over the copyright claims for the name, the revival, and FTR and a couple of other things. Jesus. And so they're fighting with WWE for copyright stuff. WWE put a load of claims in. So they pulled them from the six-way match and put Lucha Party or House yeah. Party or whatever yeah. in. But they've also made sure them. that Kalisto isn't in the match because he can't do Elimination Chamber matches. So it's the other two of the Lucha House Party. Did he get allowed or something? Did he get arrested in an Elimination <laughs> Chamber when he was younger? Or? No, he botched <laughs> one. He, he crawled up the fucking the, the top of the cage and then missed the people catching him, didn't he? Christ, that's a callback. Fucking hell, I barely even remember that. I told you, it sounds like you'd die if you do that. <laughs> Oh, he just injured himself a bit. Didn't Beth Phoenix get destroyed this week as well? That was last week. That was last week. I thought that was this week. That was last week. We no. talked about that last week. Yeah. Wait, no, that was this week. The RKO at the end of the Raw was this week. Yeah, I thought that, that was this week. Because Edge yeah, is going to be there next week. Oh, that was this week because I lost it in Hawaii. Um, oh. Yeah, it was it was the end of the thing. On the Drew yeah. McIntyre with that. Lesnar. Yeah, that was the opening. That was the o- that was all right. Yeah, that was decent. And then I loved when Brock was coming back up the ramp, and then Drew came out again and fucking came on him again. Came out the side, just pow, yeah. That, that, that screams that Brock wants to work with Drew, and it's not just he's being forced into it. Well, know, yeah, because you see how he helped him with people. the title bit. Yeah. And he said, pick up the title, because you can see him murmuring it to him. Mm-hmm. No, and you could fucking hear it. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Pick I, up I, the I, title. I was watching it without sound. So. Yeah, I was in a pub. I was watching it without sound. No, yeah, yeah. yeah there's... How did John Cena call in spots in a match? <laughs> No! no! Shinsuke! Shinsuke! <laughs> of course he has to tell Shinsuke what, he do, what to do. Oh, he can't F5, STF, go. Um, Seven. I didn't really watch. I don't know what happened on SmackDown. So let's do predictions. Um, I'm really prepared. What do you mean you didn't watch? Did any of us watch it, SmackDown? It wasn't all 40 members of the NWO, I so I don't I feel like Sean Waltman has got no hair now. He's actually shaved all of his ponytail off. Is that right? Fucking name. Hmm? <laughs> right. Huh? Big right. predicty. Did you say about time? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's why I did. I thought you were abusing me. About people, but I wasn't. <laughs> Biggest predicus. Uh, yes. <laughs> predictions oh, fucking Harry Potter. for this weekend's elimination chamber um I, th- I think we can finally reintroduce jack to the podcast now uh, hello jack welcome back sir he, you're he's... muted no we can't hear you bye jack um yeah so he comes back immediately check on him just just on him for the full predictions <laughs> yep it'll be on him <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, it was perfect because it, it was just in his own world, and it was. So Apparently, Timor says it officially starts in 12 minutes. That's the pre-show. The yeah, the pre-show. Is it 11. starting at 11? Why is it starting at 11? Clocks forward. Their clock went forward, didn't it, or whatever? When do our clocks go it, forward? Their clock definitely hasn't gone forward yet. Definitely not. No, it has. Definitely hasn't. It, look, look. There's no point in arguing this. It, it's it's starting in a minute, and I don't really care. So. Cool. Um, with with this predictions, I have no, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm just going to guess. I think. Yep. Well, that's that's our point. Of predi- yes, we got Hello. you, Jack. Hello. Um, I'm going to do big guess because I don't really care. Um, I've, I've got no, I've got notes and everything. Oh, I'm going to do this the same way I did the quiz earlier. I don't give a fuck. Just tell me what matches I need to predict. And I'll right. So, um, 
the first match that we've got on the card that we've written down is AJ Styles versus Alistair back in a new match. The back. Yeah. Back well, to back. Can someone back write mine into the thing? Pardon? Can someone write mine into the spreadsheet? Yes, yeah, I will do. Uh, Toast, you get to go first. Alistair Black. Alistair Black. Yeah, otherwise, that doesn't make sense. I think Taker comes out and destroys AJ or some shit, and Black gets the win because he got destroyed on fucking Raw. Chris? Black, same reason. Fine, then. Oh, I'm gonna Chris, get is copying. Chris is copying. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going AJ oh, Styles because I think AJ Styles will win and then get attacked at the end. You're going AJ because you didn't watch Raw where Black got beat down by three members of the OC. I wasn't really paying attention. I don't watch Raw or SmackDown anymore. This is pure guesswork. Well, Matt. I'm going for Styles because I think The Undertaker isn't coming out for a B paper show, pay per view show. Therefore, Styles is going to win thanks to the help of his his mates. No, we're going to get Undertaker with lasers. That's what we're going to get. Jack. Um, Alistair Black, fifty fifty booking, make Ali look good again. To be quite honest, at the tattoos. Oh. Next. Wow. Uh, Brian and his pal Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Toast. D. Come Bry. on, toast. Okay. D. Bry. Chris. I already wrote D. Bry, so don't try and say it's copying. Um, literally have no Stop reason. Stop copying me, Chris. Literally. Shut the fuck up. Smoothman. D. Bry. Um, yeah. I, I'm going for Drew Gulak because Brian puts people over. I don't care anymore. I've already won. Seems cool. Deep Jack. Deep right. Yeah. Low key props be match of the night. Brian will make Ulak look class, but still pick up the win. Yeah. Uh, US Championship Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Andrade. Chris. I'd already written Andrade, so I have to change <laughs> yeah. it now. Oh, oh my God. God. Stop he actually did. He actually did. Fuck's sake. Right, uh, I, I have no reason. I've not been watching it, but Andrade is better, so Andrade. Literally have no reason. Um, I'm I've, gonna go with I've got a legit reason. I've got I'm going to go with Carrillo. Um, screw you in your 30 days with losing the title. Yeah. That's my reason. I, I'm what, going what with... What that movement is that he's engaged in banging Charlotte Fleur. <laughs> Charlotte Fleur is all going... the same. With Humberto Carrillo as well, I think this is a, the best way to build to the fatal four-way Mexican US title yeah, match. It mania, I think you've got um, that from that. Yeah, so you'll basically have Carrillo wins this, then you've got the into like fighting with Selena Vega's mates because she was managing. Angel Garza, whilst Andrade was away. So Andrade, Angel Garza comes out and says, well, you can't beat this guy, and I beat him up for 30 days whilst you were pissing off, taking more drugs or whatever you were doing. <laughs> um, and then that's the best way to build to either a triple threat or a fatal four-way with Rey Mysterio at Mania. Matt's correct. Humberto Carrillo is going to win. Give him the title. Perfect way to set up the four Latinos at Mania uh, with the two hills in Andrade and Gaza. 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 Gaza um, going after Carrillo with uh, Rey Mysterio, helping Carrillo into fighting him off, but it's going to be turning into a fatal four-way um, for the for the boys to get a big payday. Uh, 
I love that these guys have talked real logical sense and have reason and <laughs> thought behind it, and that's exactly why it won't happen. Yes, <laughs> yes, Toast. I it will. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you can be shut up. You, you've been copying Toast all this time. You morning. fucking <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut that dirty whore mouth. That's not true. Uh, well, ICE Championship. Did you do yours for that match? Hey. Yeah. All right, Daddy. I didn't think he said his. Sorry. Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, he went Carrillo. Really? He yeah, I went Carrillo. I just said Carrillo because... because Andrade did 30 day suspension ting. Ah, oh, yeah, you did. Sorry. Uh, IC Championship Strowman versus Sami Zayn Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro in a three-on-one handicap match. Two months <gasps> fuck Strowman's got to keep it. Yeah, big, Vince loves big sweat. Oh, man. what's that? What's that, Chris? What's he going for? <laughs> this just isn't fair. Yeah, kickoff just started. Cool. So it it's is your turn. Sorry, um, Strowman because. Big, big, strong boy against three people. Got to make him look like Andre in it. I mean, it's Braun Strowman because they're just gonna once they got it, they'll they'll put Strowman on the mat. One will try and pin, then one will kick them off to try and pin, and then another one will try and kick them off to try and pin, and then Strowman will get back up and pin Sami Zayn because Vince hates him. I've gone for the foreign lads with Sami Zayn finally winning his first belt. So do you want me to put Sami Zayn as the winner? Hold on. So have you actually called it the Sammy foreign Zane. lads? Like, um, that... Foreign lads. F O R E N. I'm just going to write Sami Zayn. There you go. No, no. Write You're just writing. Fucking... So you said Sami Zayn's going to win the title. Therefore, Sami Zayn is the one. Who's no. Yeah, no, you, no, you've picked Sami Zayn. Foreign I think if we're... Foreign uh, think, well, I'm, I'll, I'll be changing anyway. So I think I he's said in my thing. Oh, add him priority. Can I put? Can I say my no, please? Before you God. do big fight, got big. Sammy, done. I've fixed it for you, by the way. Yeah, the spreadsheet now says bloody <laughs> foreigners. Oh no! Yeah, that's what I wanted. Thank Brexit, you. Brexit means Brexit. 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 I said <laughs> for my reasoning. Got a big feeling that Sammy is getting the pin here. To win his first title because scenes they also don't trust Braun Strowman with a singles title at WrestleMania. Oh, you mean he's going to win the tag titles for the third year in a row? Or <laughs> <laughs> Battle Royale? Or Bot Battle Royale? Nah, That's what's going Nicholas is going to be the performance center. He's the one who's going to be getting the shit kicked out of him backstage. <laughs> well, he's on the treadmill. On the treadmill. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship Street Profits versus Selling Selling can, can I Seth Rollins Can I Rachel. say mine first before before no. I get Fuck oh. <laughs> Toast go first Fucking cunt The best thing is Chris is writing all this down on the spreadsheet before Toast says anything Yeah I'm writing it down Toast can't see it Street Profits they need at least one victory I'm oh, sorry, I'm supposed to be typing. Um, I'm going to go with... Do you know what? I think Rollins and Murphy will win it back. Oh, I could not be wrong. You're a um, fucking retard. <laughs> why? Why? Because Seth why? Rollins is fighting Kevin Owens at Mania, so why the fuck does he want a tag title? Well, he held the tag also. title before he got If they lose the belt, they can never challenge for them again. But that's no, that's no longer the thing. Really no, it is. They can never. That was their last chance ever. Nobody really cares. Nothing. I have Seth a Rollins. You said you don't care. 
You say you don't care, then you always cry that you have to give a fiver, and so you do care. <laughs> I peek behind the curtain. All right, Mr. Ice Splasher, cash around. Mr. <laughs> Mr. 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 I win bets. All right. Enough, kids. Go <laughs> out. Love you. Jack? Uh, oh, Matt, street sorry. Profits. We... Oh. I said oh, street, said street yeah. Profits. Big Poppington boys in it. Free up Seth for KO at Mini. Yeah. Street Profit, Poppington Boys, cool. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Championship Elimination Chamber. Miz vs. Morrison, who are the champions. New Day, Usos, Heavy Machinery, uh, Lucha House Party, and Rudolph. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rude and Dolph Ziggler. Right, well, we'll get this to say, Chris. I'm going to go with the Usos because they haven't been arrested <laughs> recently. Oh, he's just I just it. changed there it. You go. <laughs> he, he literally wrote the Usos. You can't change it. You can't change it. If you put the Usos... It wasn't no, long changed in. it before Toast said, to be fair. Yeah. So Toast went with Usos. Chris? Heavy Machinery. Um, it's Not a, a chance. I know. Because, well, this is fighting Dolph Ziggler at Mania, you fool. That's yeah. the kickoff show. Yeah. Cool. Um, in true movement form, because it's the 200, two-year two anniversary, not 200 episodes. 200-year episode. like episode. <laughs> Fucking, um, yeah. Because it's two-year anniversary, I've got to go with my bae, Dolph Ziggler. and Yay. Love to see it. Peer that pressure wins once Henry's again. Um, I, I'm, I'm going with the Miz and John Morrison retained so that we can get a slow-motion in, in entrance at Mania. I mean, I guess I love that not as champion. I've also gone for Miz and Morrison because my description is I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whammon elimination chamber. Uh, whammon. Whammon. Oh, that's Whammin's easy. elimination chamber. Whammin. So it's Natalia, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. Go. Who? <laughs> Name them again. Nat- Natalia, Asker, Baszler, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. Isn't Alexa Bliss in this? Nope. I thought no. Alexa Bliss was in this to build up nope. to her and Nikki Cross being at me. You can put Alexa Bliss, Bliss if you want, mate. <laughs> but you're not gonna no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> what's this for? Uh, there's a number one Thanks contender for, Nikki, for the women's title against Becky at Mania. Oh, it's going to be Shayna then, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the other reason Lex Bliss isn't on it is she's on SmackDown and this is a Raw Elimination Chamber match. I'm sorry, I was reading they were planning a women's triple threat at Mania and tag, so it's going to be the Divas of Doom versus the Kabuki Bellas. people versus Cross and uh, Bliss. Okay. Oh, God. I've, I've realized I've had the camera on Jack the entire time. Sorry. I'll take that off now. Love that. Um, so, what did so you say? I, I, Are you picking Baszler? So, yeah, Toast has gone for Baszler. Chris? Uh, yeah, Shayna. Stop I've talking gone, me, you prick. I've gone for Baszler as well. I think we all Matt. have. Like, if it's not Shayna, bearing in mind they've already started the Shayna Baszler versus Becky feud. If it's not Be- if it's not Baszler, what's there the point? There will be blood. If it's not Baszler, it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I can see Matt's head explode. It'd be so I funny. Just, I don't watch the shit anyway, so I don't really care. I, I'm very close to not bothering watching fucking Elimination Chamber. Jack, I'll got, talk about it on the podcast, though. I have got... Right. You ready Are for we doing a watch along? No, I'm working. There, Jack, I have gone for... Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Oh. Do you want to hear my reasoning? No. Why yeah, go on. No, yeah, yeah. Not really. Do, do you want to Baszler? I'm going to... 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say my reasoning for Shayna Baszler. He's gone for Natalia's movement. Oh. <clears throat> Why I've gone for Shayna Baszler is don't care. I don't care. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say stonks or. Let's move it. Come on, move along. What's next? Um, that's it. That's it all. It's not a men's singles elimination. Nope. No. So Sheamus is in an elimination chamber. He mentioned it three weeks ago, but it's not on the pay-per-view. Cool. Um, that pretty much finishes to tonight. Um, oh, are you boys doing big walk along or not? No. Fuck no. that. So <laughs> not men's titles are being defended. Uh, no, there's four oh. world four world titles if you count the two women's and the two men's, and none of them are being defended. Elimination chambers are good, yeah. Woo! Can't I wait. can't wait for next year's Super Saudi Elimination Chamber bigger than WrestleMania. Seventy four chambers. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have eight chambers. Four in the corners, four on the sides. No, what, two be, in the roof. He's, oh, no, what it's going to be? It's going to be. It's going to be called War Games Ring. Get the War Games Ring. It's going to be six. It's going to be called the Greatest Elimination Chamber, as Kempster said. But instead, there's just a tunnel to the pods, and just they keep filling them up and keep coming in, and then it's like, who's next? It's this guy. I thought. How, I, I, I thought we were going to go with it's the Greatest Elimination Chamber ever, and it's just them trying to get out of Saudi. <laughs> oh my God. I just, I just read up the chat. That's the greatest cage match ever. I've just read up the chat and Kemp's has put why Strowman's not winning the IC belt because he's having a match with Tyson Fury at Mania, so he's not winning, but he's not having the belt tonight. Yeah, because they always have all the belts at Mania. Yes, so Sami Zayn's going to win, win the title and defend it against. Sarcastic. They don't always win all the titles on Mania. Yeah, but Strowman's have a match with Fury, so. I don't think he'll have a match. He'll have a second. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I am not excited for Mania. I have been excited for Mania Undertaker was going to retire. Fucking LT more. Right. Right, that pretty much just finishes the night. Right, apologies for having to do a huge cut here, but a lot of the original ending isn't really for public broadcast. There were things said that no, no, no one should be hearing. So what we did is we recorded a separate ending, so I'm going to play that now. Um, if you want to hear the proper versions of this, make sure you tune in to the live broadcast on Sunday nights, 8pm, at twitch.tv, 4slashbadbookers. Uh, editor Chris out. Thank you very much for everybody for joining us on our two-year anniversary. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at BadBookersWP. Uh, if you want to watch the podcast live every Sunday at 8 p.m., twitch.tv forward slash BadBookers. Make sure you check out our Patreon as well uh, if you would like to hear more of this. Um, any donations is greatly appreciated, not expected. Uh, make sure you use PowerSlam TV with a free code of BadBookers. Um, to get all your independent wrestling goodness. Thank you very much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Here he is. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.